0: In the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best
1: and the worst in horror. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear and glorify Gore, welcome home. This is, of course, the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Uh, or in some cases, the uh, car racing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Each each Definitely episode will never each, end. <laughs> each episode, we seek out a review of a brand new movie, and then we go back and find a classic work that has similar themes. We look at both similarities and differences. Uh, our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation. But we also want to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. We do include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know know before we do so with a spoiler alert, a very distinctive one. You'll know when you hear it. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, just simply turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. You can go check out the movie, come back, Take, take your finger off the pause button and listen to the, the rest of it at that time if you want. Now, we generally assume that you guys, if you're listening, you've already seen the classic film, so there's always going to be spoilers when we're discussing anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be too. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. And tonight, all the way from the uh, Sunshine State, uh, yeah, there's that. Is that California or Florida, Art? It's the Sunshine State. That would definitely be Florida. Okay, so California is what? The legal weed state, right? Uh, the legal weed, the golden...
2: Uh, geez, that's I feel pretty bad. I was in Texas for a few years, and everyone knows what Texas is about, but I can't remember what I don't know. All right, well we Golden State,
1: Golden State. All right, we got our buddy uh, Art Art Marillo on the show with us tonight to talk some uh, drag racing movies and stuff like that. So, what's going on with you, Art? What else have you been doing lately?
2: Much man, just work. uh, Usually busy with work, and uh, as we record this, Easter's just a a day away. Uh, Doing that and just you know the same old same old, and getting to Hang out and listen to the Horror Returns podcast, with and a lot of other podcasts I I, I love to listen to.
1: So have awesome. you? Uh, Thank you. Have you Have you been on any other
2: uh, any other shows lately? Any other podcasts? Yes, uh, I think you might have heard of him. Uh, actually, I guess he was supposed to be on today. Uh, Lance, hit me up said hey uh, we're looking for a, a real good host for the this weekend I'm like, oh cool you think i'll be a good host he's a no but denny louis couldn't make it so we're, <laughs> we're asking you to be on it yeah so oh, i guys, do that <laughs> That was kind of rude but uh denny <laughs> louis and the uh, after midnight podcast which i'm a big fan of and, and he's doing great i also uh, I, I guess i'm pretty sure another guest of yours pedro nunez yes uh he has uh, one that i listened to gave fabulous Lucha brothers and a guy that I'm going to recommend that I think would be a perfect fit for your show is my buddy uh, Fonzo Salazar. He has his own uh, podcast called uh, The Bad Boys, uh, The Bad Boy Podcast. But he yes. is very, very big into horror. And uh, uh, to the fact that he, uh, what did he do? Uh, he, he puts it on Facebook. Are you friends with him on Facebook buddy? chance, Lance? Uh, yes. He, he met three Jasons in one day. And they weren't like at a convention. They were signing like all across because he lives in San Diego. I think he went to Hollywood, and to Burbank, and then to San Diego and got all their signatures in one day. No wow. shit. That's So this guy's dedicated. And then uh, I know you guys have the Fright Fest coming up out here. We have our own version of that. It's called Monster Palooza. And he just went last weekend. So uh, that cool. dude, I think he would do great with you, you guys. He, You guys could talk probably for hours.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I will uh, send him out a message for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a big, big horror guy, like huge. I'm talking to, like, you know, he's almost a horror hipster at this point. Right? <laughs> so he's like, yeah, have you seen this movie? And he's like, he looks at you and rolls your eyes and just keeps on walking, you know, like, oh, yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> i yeah, cool for that one.
1: <laughs> the question is how many times, right?
2: Yeah. Well, you've seen the director's cut? Like, No. How do you know there's director's cut? And then just yeah i thought so <laughs> but no no just hanging out guys what about you yeah just uh
1: getting i think we're all getting ready for easter as as we record this so this is like our our big window of opportunity tonight because i know my wife's got stuff planned for me all right so art i know you listen to the show so you are familiar with our segment uh cool of the week Yes. Yeah, so you go first my friend what uh what did you check well. out this week that you're glad you checked out
2: this was a great week for a lot of different trailers that came out and, and well I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about a few of them here but just yesterday down in Orlando they had the annual Star Wars celebration which for the people that don't know it's like pretty much just a big convention all surrounded around Star Wars but uh, every year since the movies came out this is the 40th one I believe uh, they pump out you know something special for the fans there and now with the advent of you know people stream stuff live they actually released the newest trailer for, uh, or the first trailer, not the newest trailer, the first trailer for uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Right. So uh, that's my cool of the week so far. And like I said uh, earlier, or I know that you're a big Trekkie to the fact that uh, I think what your rank is a Lieutenant Admiral in the Starfleet. <laughs> but uh, this was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> Lieutenant Admiral? Huh? No, man. I'm just I'm just an ensign at this point. Uh, you haven't are you a red shirt? Haven't made it that far. I am a red shirt. Should I be worried about anything? Oh, no,
2: you're still, you're still alive, man. So you're doing all right.
1: It is time to die.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I am. I so, I'm yeah. definitely, definitely more of a tracky art. But uh, actually, last year the Rogue One made it into my top five of the year, and uh, the new Star Trek movie didn't. So no, I, I, do, yeah, like, yeah. I do. like Star Wars, man.
2: Yeah, I, I'm glad to see that you're not like some of these people. They're just Blinded that they pick a side and that's just it. And you're actually open-minded to say, okay, it wasn't that great, you know, but still have hope and, and passion for, for best ones. And that, that's the thing that's with this uh, the uh Star Wars, man. They have not really, since the prequels, you know, those awful things a lot of people want to uh, forget, you know, they're doing decent. Right. And I, yeah. and I think that's why there's a lot of uh, anticipation for this next movie. I'm
3: excited about it the poster oh. by itself is pretty kick-ass
2: that oh, poster yeah? is it, it, it's classic yeah it, it it goes back to you know it it draws a lot of inspiration from uh, like the original uh uh original movie so yeah you know, it, very it's very like school. an homage yeah. yeah which is pretty cool all right yeah so i would have to say that's my cool
1: well that was that was a uh that was a big one dude what about what about you brian
2: yeah <laughs> Oh, shit. I've been
4: Fast and Furious out this whole week.
3: <laughs> you always have to watch when, <laughs> Yeah. There's like 18 of those movies. <laughs> yeah, and and it, it, it
4: confirmed one thing. I am not a fan of Tyrese, man. He is fucking <laughs> annoying in these movies.
3: He is a little bit, isn't he? He's whiny as shit.
4: But, uh, you yeah. Know wh-
2: fan wh- of... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, no, I said, you know who's a fan of Tyrese? My wife. She fucking actually <laughs> met him at a comic oh, yeah. convention and, and, and almost got drugged off by the security guard because she <laughs> took a picture with him. So, <laughs> so he, he, he was there in a big... It, I, I used to go to the San Diego Comic Convention and right. if, if you ever seen videotape or, or anything on YouTube, it's crazy. So he was just there. But so he had like his little, you know, security, you know, he had two, three bodyguards and she asked to take a picture with him. He said it was cool, but one of the security guards, I guess, in here... And grabbed my wife, and I was a, you know, I was a few steps behind, uh, but it, it was he was he was actually really cool about it, so <laughs> nothing happened.
3: Oh man, I had pictured that in my head as like dragging, screaming, "No, Reese, I want to take a picture with you." <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, sorry yeah. to interrupt
4: you, Brian. Oh, that's cool. Um, other than that, you know, my not so cool of the week. I didn't want to say RP to Don Rickles and uh, Charlie Murphy. Oh, and I yeah. actually. I actually, Murphy. I actually met Charlie Murphy and we hung out for a little bit a yep. few years yep. ago and a super nice guy and uh, very, very laid back, you know, very um, open to talking to people, you know, fans and stuff. Right. So, uh, yeah, that was that was just and Don Rickles. You know, both of them are, are super funny. So as long as you keep your feet you off know. the couch. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, besides uh, Fast and Furious, I, I I didn't really watch too much.
1: Philip,
3: man, uh, I, I rewatched uh, the first half of it uh, ah, because okay. the second oh, the, half the, is just, the just a the little good bit half. easy. Yeah, the good half,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the good half.
3: Yeah, man, it held up. It was super creepy. Uh, and then rewatched the trailer for it again. Kind of getting psyched about that, man. I'm 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 ready for it. It looks super scary. Right. And aside from that, that's uh work in little league, man. That's taking over my life.
1: Yeah, that'll take that'll take a lot of time up on it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I don't really have a uh, I don't really have a cool of the week TV show or movie-wise. Um better better call Saul started again. I was fucking bored out of my mind with the first episode. Just nothing oh. happened. Really? really? Yeah, and it was a, it was even an hour and a half long episode and it was just nothing happened I, I just didn't i was like i expected a little bit more out of it it's almost almost get the feeling like they're really really milking it for to try to squeeze as many seasons out of it as they can at this point and it's kind of got me a little bit concerned that they're going to take like kind of like the walking dead's doing right now they're going to take a really long time to get through everything well, but Yeah. i guess time will tell but um now, my cool of the week was a, a book that I, that I finished reading. It's kind of got a, quite a bit of cult status. Have you ever heard of a book called House of Leaves?
0: Oh, no. Haven't. Nope.
1: It's, yeah, it's pretty hard to describe. It's, it's you, you can cool. almost kind of say it's about uh, a guy's descent into madness. There's a, uh, the main character is uh, like uh, kind of a, a would be tattoo artist that works for a guy. And he stumbles upon this book. They, they find a, a, a guy that was a neighbor, that's an older guy that's dead, and he was writing a book uh, that was about these people that lived in a house that when they, they measured the house, like the, the inside measurements were bigger than the measurements from, the, from one end of the outside of the house to, to the other end of the outside of the house. So they're like, something funny is going on here." And then they find a door, and the door in the house leads to another dimension. So I guess wow. this guy apparently he was he was uh, writing it and it drove him to madness and he ended up killing himself and then the kid stumbles upon the book. It's actually pretty cool, House of Leaves. You guys might want to might want to <laughs> check it out. It's a little hard to read because <laughs> as the guy gets crazier and crazier, a lot of the stuff is kind of like more like scribblings. Doesn't make oh. a whole lot of sense, <laughs> but that's, that's kind of cool though. Yeah, it kind of adds to to make it kind of interesting. Yeah. So uh, that's it for cool of the week, huh?
4: We finally got our cable for Deadpool 2, and oh, it is that. Josh Brolin.
1: Ah, uh, Planet Terror That's interesting. himself, huh?
4: Yeah, and my question is, is he still going to be Thanos for Avengers?
2: Uh, yeah, I wonder how that works, because there's two different so. uh, film companies, right? Because yeah. uh, right? Cable is owned by Fox, and Marvel is obviously owned by Disney, and they have not had the best working relationship hmm
3: Yeah. Somebody's double dipping.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's I'm 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 curious how how he got that done. Which is cool because with Donos, if you really think about it, he's not I mean, they might have to do some motion capture and his voice. And I mean it's getting pretty much what they do with Groot and uh Rocky Raccoon, really. Right. If you think about it. Yeah, he so, can phone that one in if he needs to. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, and what I'm
2: understanding. Go ahead. Oh, no, I said the cable one, obviously, he's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to actually be on screen.
4: Right. Yeah, he signed a, a four-picture deal with them, so. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, which uh, prob- most likely he'll be in the X-Force movie. Oh, makes yeah, sense. that makes sense. But, um, yeah, it, I thought it was interesting casting. You know, I, I didn't even hear his name even being mentioned with anybody else's
3: name. Right. I didn't either, but I'm super cool with it. I like that guy. He works. Yeah, I'm cool with it, too.
2: Well, Debbie, Yeah, I mean, I when I heard it say- no, I'm just saying. When I heard his name, it it was pretty. You know, he's a, he's a solid actor. I mean, he, even in crappy movies, you can count on that guy to give a, a solid performance. True, very true.
1: He's been he's been in some good ones, but uh, I mean, dead. If you think about it, Deadpool kind of looks a little bit like uh, Green Lantern, don't you guys think?
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I can see that.
2: <laughs> I'm actually a big X X Men X guy. I grew up on X Men, so it, the the is right. Cable itself. They're gonna have a, a, a field day with because his comic book hi, uh, history or, 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 or origin is it's a gives the normal comic book reader a headache. So I'm really yeah. curious to see how they're gonna explain that. It's a well, lot they're
3: art. already jumping into the whole time warp, all that mm-hmm. stuff, and it's kind of messing them up. So yeah, yeah. Art, put, art, kit, since put Cable since in the you, mix, it makes it that much more complicated.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Art. Since you're a big X Men fan, um, do you think they should just continue with what they got, or just reboot the whole thing? I wish as far, they. As far as the ma- the main movies,
2: blow that shit up and start over, man. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 this is what I, I I tell people all the time. Like I said, right now we're we're living in a, an abundance of fucking riches. Just right. imagine, you know, we're all similar ages. Uh so imagine when you're, you know, 12, 13 and say, Oh, there's a Transformer movie, there's gonna be an X Men movie. Well, right. you know, you could see it. You you would take whatever you get, but now we're like, I don't wanna see this next Transformer movie. Like I I haven't even seen X Men Apocalypse. And I'm as big <laughs> as an X Men fan as you can get. And I'm like, Why? My I, I mean I would just I don't know i the association with Brian Singer and these and and the movies, he it just they need, you know, I know people don't like Zack Snyder and the DC movies. Right. I feel the same way or even worse with Brian Singer. They just need to blow up the X franchise all all but Deadpool. They they did a good they finished Wolverine strong. They they're doing they got a good thing with uh Deadpool. I think they just need to blow up the X franchise and start start fresh, man. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm
3: in total agreement with everything you just said. Absolutely. Well, except just, I, I, don't, I I still like the X-Men series, but I'm ready for it to be over.
2: You mean completely over? Like, that's it? Well, like, no, not, just like a reboot. No, yeah, like a reboot. I mean, you, the, the, the it's just so funny. They're, they have so much rich history to pull from, and they've just tarnished everything. <laughs> I actually – I like the cast from the X-Men apocalypse uh, movie. Even though I haven't seen the movie, I like the cast. But the way they've told the story, they're like almost like the B team now. You know, they started with these other, you know, after uh, X Men: First Class, right? They kind of rewrote the X Men history, which even though X Men: First Class was a very good movie, it, it kind of jumbled up the whole storyline of, of the X Men.
3: Yeah, yeah, especially so when you're when you got a whole series of movie and you and you're messing with time, that always messes yeah. things up, and. It, it, yeah, they're they've gone off on too many tangents. It's gotten too out of hand. It's time to to reel it back yeah, in. Yeah, start something. David, you
2: should pass. Would have been the perfect time to reboot. Like, okay, you put a nice bow on it. Wolverine went back. Right. Uh, he fixed the time stream. You had both. You had both casts kind of intermingling. I'm like, what else do you want from that? You should just right there and okay, blow it up, do something new, and you still could have made a a a, a Wolverine movie on its own. You know, but what yeah. do I know?
4: yeah okay uh, moving on to our next um, uh, we are getting a new Labyrinth movie from Evil Dead and Don't Breathe director <laughs> Fede Alvarez
1: I heard about that
4: yes okay. uh, it is. it will not be a remake it will be a well, continuation good. of I guess because there's so much to be told within that universe so I guess it's um, going to be a different story than uh, what we got in the first one, basically from what I'm uh, reading about it.
1: A lot of mythology, huh?
4: Yeah. And I'm, I'm cool with Fede Alvarez. You know, I've liked all his movies so far. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. I'll take it. So, you know, I do like though. I like that concept of staying in that world, even though there might not be anything, like you said, it's not a sequel, but it's kind of, you know, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not a reboot, but it's kind of stays in that world. I think that's a cool concept, you know? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it, it's more of a, a a continuation in that universe type of Right, type right. right. Um, moving on to another director, uh, Edgar Wright. His next film might be an adaption of Arthur Andrew Smith, young adult novel Grasshopper Jungle.
1: <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> okay,
4: I'm going to read a, a quick uh, little, um, I guess, synopsis of what the book is about. In a small town in Ealing, Iowa, Austin and his best friend Robbie have accidentally unleashed an unstoppable army. An army Mm. of horny, hungry, six-foot-tall praying mantises (laughs) that only want to do two things. (laughs) I don't know. With Edgar Wright doing this movie, I kind of want to watch it.
3: (laughs) Who wouldn't want to watch that? That sounds (laughs) awesome.
4: Your guys' thoughts on this?
3: Art, <laughs> it sounds art? awesome.
4: Art,
1: what do you think? Uh,
2: well, I mean, he, he he threw the right name out there, Edward Wright. I mean, it, there's it, first of all, it's an original story. I mean, that so we got to be grateful for that. But I think you know, done right, I would I would almost think it have would, would this be like an anim- animation type thing or or what? That's the only thing I'm curious about. But uh, uh, I, I I check it out. Yeah, as f- I, as far as I, I uh, found out
4: about it, I think it's live action. So,
2: huh. oh, that's be cool. Six foot grasshoppers, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm all right. down for that. <laughs> and they're horny. Yeah, <laughs> and they're the only here for two things. So,
1: <laughs> and not, um, not to, and not to chew bubble gum, right? Ah, you stole my line. <laughs> uh,
2: so is this going to be like a newer version of, uh, uh, what was uh, Earth Pearls are Easy or something like that? <laughs> it Sounds might like be. It. <laughs> um,
4: uh, we talked about TNT uh, doing a, a TV series of uh, Let the Right One In. Well, they have since dropped the series. Ah. They originally had ordered a pilot, but since had backed out. Mm-hmm. But the studio, uh, what is the studio's name? Uh, Tomorrow Studios is still optimistic. The story, uh, the series will land on another network. Hmm. Okay. Which, which I was kind of looking for. I, you know, I like the movie. I also like yeah. the remake. So,
3: yeah. I, but, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing it if it still comes out.
4: Yeah. Um, I did a little digging into it. This is like the second network that's dropped it. So I don't know if there's a problem with the script. Because I, I think originally it was supposed to be on AMC. Mm-hmm. And they also uh, uh, turned it down, so I uh, guess we shall see if it lands on another network. Um, let's see what we got here. The Bride of Frankenstein could be the f- next uh, movie after the Mummy in the Universal Monster.
1: Right, uh, this is the one I with a,
4: shared universe.
1: The one with uh, Angelina Jolie.
4: Um, they're still. Basically, what they said, they're still targeting her as a lead role. It's not confirmed. I think she would be great in a role. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've not really seen her in much lately.
1: She's, um, been, she's been directing. She's directed
4: yeah. a couple of movies. Yeah. Um. What else? About, uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Bill Condon, who just recently did uh, Beauty and the Beast, is in talks to direct. Right. Hmm. And from the rumors it, it uh, they said they might be trying to turn Tom Cruise's character basically into Van Helsing.
2: So, yeah that's the buzz I, I've heard that 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 would be the linchpin tied in all the movies would be Tom Cruise's character, right right yeah which
4: I, I have no problem with him being mm-hmm. being, being the Van That'd Helsing cool.
3: yeah, especially coming out of the whole mummy thing. I think that's that's kind of a cool idea.
4: Um and yeah, it's been a very slow week, so um, that is all the news.
1: Well, it hasn't been a slow week in trailers. So you boys ready to take a little trip?
2: Are we going down to the trailer park?
1: We are. <laughs> are
2: we going double wide then? edition. <laughs> I don't know yeah, double wide, sense, baby. <laughs> okay. I don't, don't know. i was on the spot, man. That was that was too quick. I didn't. You look. I'm talking to two native Texans here. I'm just gonna offend someone, so I just picked the safe route.
1: <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> Let's take a look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Brian, what's our first new uh, trailer to talk about?
4: First one we are going to talk about is The Hitman's Bodyguard, starring Ryan Reynolds, Salma Hayek, Elodie Young, Gary Oldman, and Samuel L. Jackson, directed by Patrick Hughes.
1: And and uh, recommended for Philip by who?
4: I believe Patrick.
1: I believe you're right.
4: <laughs> That fucking guy is at the UFC fight tonight. Fucking, I saw that.
1: Oh, he's actually there. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh wow, where are they at tonight? Uh, Kansas City, I think. Oh wow, I I know Demetrius Johnson fights. That should be pretty cool. Yeah,
3: Yeah. have another title, huh? Well, not another one. (laughs) Win another
4: title. Another match. There
2: you go. Yeah.
4: So, um, uh, did you guys watch the regular trailer or the red band trailer?
1: I watched uh, the red band. I, I think I watched the regular one because it came on before Fate of the Furious. Uh, okay. PG
3: thirteen. Oh, maybe. oh, you saw it
4: in the theaters. Yeah, you should have seen the red band. They oh, they let yeah. Samuel. They let Sam Jackson
3: go at it. Oh no! He shit. had a lot of a lot yeah. of f bombs. This is this is Pulp Fiction, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Huh, he's okay. He's in rare form in this one. I like it.
4: <laughs> Which they they kind of poke fun at it in the movie, where Ryan Reynolds basically says he single handedly uh, ruined the word motherfucker.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you um, please I, motherfucking yeah, I, please?
4: <laughs> I had no I had no knowledge of this movie coming out, and um, as far as I'm concerned, it looks like a fun little uh, action comedy.
3: Oh, right. It looks amazing, dude. Got uh, a, yeah. Patrick Great hit it up the head. Uh, yeah, I'm psyched about this one. It's just like two of my favorite people in the world in a movie together, doing what and, they do. <laughs> and a uh, couple people we didn't even see in the trailer. You know, Gary
4: Oldman. You know, he's badass. And um, yeah. the actress uh, Elodie Young. If you guys uh, don't know her, she plays Electra on the Daredevil uh, TV series or Netflix series. Ah, oh, okay. okay. So was, uh, she's also in this movie.
2: Cool.
4: So um, yeah, have you guys I'm seen the new
2: poster? This. There's a new poster that came out. I don't know if you've seen it for, for this movie. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, it's pretty much the bodyguard with Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner, okay. but it's with Samuel L. Jackson and uh and Ryan uh, not Ryan Gosling. I'm sorry, uh, brain farting here, but uh, Brian Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, hmm. it's kind of funny that he's pulling that stick out of the Deadpool also into this. And he's,
3: he's like carrying Samuel Jackson. It, no, Samuel Jackson's
2: carrying him. <laughs> oh, okay,
3: <laughs> that's funny. Well, I mean, they, they did
4: they did put the theme song in the in the trailer, so right, yeah, I, it it, worked, it works for me, you know. I, my wife seen it and she was cracking up.
3: So. Oh yeah, looks hilarious.
4: Um, I believe we got a release date for this August eighteenth.
3: Oh wow! Okay, not too far away. Um, our
4: next trailer will be The Bad Batch. Oh, starring, looks
1: great. <laughs> starring,
4: uh, now get this cast right here. Jason Momoa, Keanu Reeves, Jim Carrey, Diego Luna, Giovanni Ribisi, and uh, the main girl we've seen in the trailer is Suki Waterhouse.
1: The Ooh. name is familiar, but what has she been in? Oh, let's. <laughs> What I was Suki
2: Stackhouse? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Suki Stackhouse from. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's what yeah.
1: I'm thinking
4: of. She what? is known for the only thing I recognize here is *Insurgent* and *Pride and Prejudice* and zombies is uh, what she's known.
1: Okay, for. yeah, I was thinking of the vampire books too, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> was it *Chernobyl*? Um,
3: I don't know what the hell's going on in the previews, but this movie looks cool as shit. Super uh-huh. indie, super weird, but. Mm-hmm maybe a cult classic totally agree and then you got
4: keanu reeves with his he looks like he's a porn director or something and like yeah
0: <laughs>
4: and i don't know if you guys caught jim carrey in the trailer the I the, the hermit guy no with the, he got the weird sunglasses he's like walking through the desert are huh. you
1: serious <laughs> yeah that was jim serious. carrey oh um, my god this is directed by the same uh the same director who did that Iranian film, a girl walks home alone at night. Have you guys yes. seen that? No, I uh-huh. have not. Uh, about the vampire. That's a really good little independent, uh, oh. low, 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 low budget movie. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's, I started it's, watching it's and white, right? it's good, it. Yeah, it's, really it's, in and, it's in black
4: and white, right? It's in black and white, right?
1: Yeah. You got to check it out. It is in black and white.
4: Yeah. I think I've seen a part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is another one. I'm I'm definitely gonna watch it. It looks weird enough. It just might be like like Phillips said. It might end up being like a cult classic. Cult
1: classic. Yeah, it's got that written all over it.
4: So we got a release date of let's see here, June twenty third.
1: Man, I'll I'll be there.
4: Yeah. Okay, a couple uh, TV series are uh, upcoming t- TV series We've got trailers. First one we're going to talk about is The Mist. Yeah. And um, why? Why?
1: Why? (laughs) You're not down
4: for the Miss TV series? No,
1: dude. The the, the movie is all we needed. Why do we need a TV series of this? Well, you're a Stephen King fan. I love Stephen King. My my favorite author of all time. Apparently,
4: Stephen King's seen it and he's given the thumbs up to it. And he's also, he's also.
1: Brian, if you tell me one more fucking Stephen King project that he makes money off of, that he's given a green light to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking—I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna explode, man.
4: Of course, well, he's gonna say of, that. Speaking of that, our next Tritnoms plan. <laughs> um, I'll check it out. I mean, it's—I right. believe it's going to be on Spike. So <sighs>
1: I don't have a lot of hope, but you know, didn't look bad. Uh-oh. Well, if you yeah, guys check I don't... it out and like it, uh, Art, are you going to give it a try?
2: Well, I was really, like you said, uh, the movie left you, I don't know if it left you wanting more, especially with that ending, but I, I'll check it out. It looks kind of cool. It looks like you have something on in the background. Right. I, I don't know you know, I'd like to see maybe to get some answers, a little more answers on what The Mist is, you know, besides the you know being a creature from a parallel universe or something like that. But it looks decent. I hope it has a happier ending. <laughs> That's all I know.
4: <laughs> uh, not really going to go through the cast list because um, I don't recognize anybody really. Right. But um, we got a release date of, sorry guys, uh, June 22nd.
2: Okay, okay, cool. Perfect summer show.
4: Yep. Uh, onto, onto a series that looks really fucking cool to me is uh, American Gods. Oh, yeah.
2: Have you any of you guys read this book by any chance?
4: I have, I have I, read the book. I, I haven't read it, but I heard there's a lot of crazy shit that goes on.
2: Yeah, for it being just one book, they did a spinoff book. Of, it, not even the main uh, character of one of those side characters. I read this book, like, I don't know six, seven years ago. It was, it was a while ago. But I really liked the concept and I liked the book, but I never got all the... because it, got, it gets a lot of praise. It gets a lot of praise as it, being a real great book. Right. But seeing this trailer, it, 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 it was like, holy crap, like, seeing this stuff There's I really... it's a really, really cool concept and I, I, I'm really high on this show.
4: Mm-hmm. And a couple of... Uh, I'm gonna watch it because, I mean... A few actors that are in this uh, is um, Ian McShane, Crispin Glover, and uh, Peter Stormare. That's, That's a great, yeah, Andy they have a
2: real cool, right great cast. Yeah, great cast. Uh, like I said, the concept's cool.
4: Mm-hmm. A couple of your guys' favorite, Jillian uh, Anderson. Oh, look at that. Is also in here. hmm So, uh,
1: hey, you had it? me at Ian McShane. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. Taking a and little I time believe- out from the John Wick movies. Yeah. And I believe this
4: is going to be on Stars.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing that sucks for me, dude, is I don't have Stars. That's like the one pay network I don't have, so I guess I'm going to have to fucking pay for that, too.
4: Yeah, uh. and we got a release date <laughs> of April 30th.
1: Oh, man. Right around the corner
4: okay on to our two biggest trailers of the week first one we're going to talk about is thor ragnarok <laughs>
1: um
4: this looked like gonna, a
1: flash gordon trailer to me man <laughs> it a, fucking
4: amazing <laughs> okay uh cast list uh, chris hemsworth Kate blanchett idris alba benedict cumberbatch tom hiddleston Jamie Alexander, Carl Urban, Anthony Hopkins, Mark Ruffalo, Tessa Thompson, and Jeff Goldblum.
1: Hmm. And a partridge that, in a pear tree,
4: huh? Exactly. Uh, the trailer fucking looked amazing. Cause yeah. I, I'm not. I didn't hate the Thor movies, but if right. I had to rank
3: the MCU movies, they wouldn't be high on my list.
4: Right.
1: Yeah, the the, fir- the first one was okay.
3: Like they were. Yeah. They're definitely not bad, but they're not super
4: memorable. Right. Yeah, and yeah. It got my attention when they said the Hulk was going to be in this, but I think I'm anticipating. When I seen the trailer, I think I'm anticip- anticipating this more than um, Spider Man. Because mm-hmm. out of, out of the three Marvel movies coming out in the MCU, um, Guardian, Spider Man, and Thor, Thor was like third, hmm. but hmm. after this trailer and the last Spider Man trailer, that, that kind of swapped for me. I can see I can that. see that. Because yeah. I wasn't uh, super impressed with the last Spider-Man. I'm, I still think we're going to get the best Spider-Man we've gotten, but
3: that there were some things yeah. that could have been left out of the trailer. Yeah, I think you're right. I went back and watched it, and I know exactly what you're talking about. With yeah, the, the, the whole scene. With, yeah, yeah, that, that could have been left out. I was like, man, spoiler alert in the trailer. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: But as far as this, I'm, I, I can't wait. Uh, November is a long way.
2: Yeah, and this, like you said, this one is it's fun. I like the way you know the color scheme right off the bat. Like Lance said, it gave you the vibe of Flash Gordon, and it, it just seems like a fun movie as opposed to the DC movies. It looks like Marvel knows what's up, you know, with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and and these are more aimed at you're going to have you know go to the theater and actually have a good time instead of yeah. just being depressed and upset. Right. right. So I'm really yeah. really looking forward to that one. My kids, my kids saw it and they couldn't believe it and the The Ragnarok, at least in the comics and from the the, the Norse mythology, kind of means like they're uh apocalypse right so so it it looks cool, but uh I really can't wait, like you said before when uh this all the hype about this movie, yeah whatever, but now that trailer they they really hit a home run with that trailer,
3: yeah, that scene where uh where the Hulk comes in and he's like, yes, I know I know, you. know that guy. <laughs> He's a friend from work.
1: <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. But That's how, what
3: made it, man. That was how, funny.
1: But how come the Hulk didn't seem to know him?
3: <laughs> Cuz he's a Hulk, he's crazy.
2: Yeah, he he well, not like him, Hulk remember mad. that, that <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't like him that from from uh what we've seen in the movies, he, he just uh, he considers him a pretty boy or something, he's just always hitting him. Plus <laughs> the Thor, plus Thor could take it. You know, he, he, Thor could take the punishment.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I- Got I, honestly i don't i don't want to see another trailer from them i think this is enough
3: yeah uh, they'll but come out will, with 16 more <laughs> yeah because
4: yeah, we've gotten like seven transformer trailers mm-hmm.
1: yeah so what um, was the what was the music what was the music they were playing was it immigrant song led zeppelin immigrant yeah. Song? oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that was
3: great too <laughs>
4: Yeah, they they do a good job. Marvel does a good job with their trailers. Hey, right? they hadn't
3: done they hadn't done a movie wrong yet, so um, And uh got a I... got a
4: pretty good up and coming director. Uh, Lance help me with the uh, pronunciation of his name.
1: Oh, uh, this is Tai Tai Wakiki or <laughs> oh. he's the New Zealand guy. Uh yeah, our listener he, he... Reed Wilson can help us with that. Reed, yeah, can, he... can you help us with that?
4: Yeah, he did the uh the vampire movie, What We Do in the Shadows.
1: Yeah in the Oh uh, really? The, uh, yeah, he's actually in, in the movie. Wolves movie. Yeah. Yeah, this guy um, this guy's good. This guy's really good. Yeah, so um it should be a fun movie. Ahead. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement.
4: We're all going to see this definitely. Um November 3rd is release date.
1: <laughs> oh and to our final trailer Star Wars The Last Jedi. What? Star Wars? What's that? Some kind of newfangled sci-fi movie or something? Yeah, they <laughs> they just started recently.
4: Right? Um pretty much the, the cast of uh Episode 7 is returning except for um Han Solo. Well, yeah. Uh,
1: well, I don't know. new I want to, before anybody else chimes in on this, I want to know what Art had to say about it, because uh, that was his cool of the week, was the celebration.
2: Yeah, I'm just going through my thing. Here's the thing. I, I originally was a little upset, because I, I feel for these guys. They go to these conventions, and they broken them, broke them off just a tiny bit. I was hoping we'd see a little bit more in the trailer, but now, you know, a, a day later, it's like, well, you know what? They know they got our money, but... It looks pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to see what uh, relationship uh, Luke and Rey have. I want to see what's going on with Kylo Ren. Is he going to be still a, a whiny little baby, or is he actually going to step up? Yeah. So it, it, I'm so, you know, there's so many questions that we're, we're left with. I, 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 I can't wait. I'm actually a little more excited to see Thor, because it was a more upbeat trailer. But Star Wars knows how to pull your strings, and as the closer we get, I'm pretty sure they'll be dropping the uh, – some uh, more trailers like we were talking about earlier, and just you know, I, I can't wait. You know, we we this is just a tradition now since my my oldest son is eight. So since the last one, uh, Force Awakens came out, he was six. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we we go you know the uh, opening night, so that's what we do now, and and it's kind of cool. It's one of the few movies I, I'll take my kids to, my kid and my wife, and uh, go see opening night too. So I'm, we're looking forward to. That. He's seen the trailer like three times already. He can't wait.
4: Yeah. Awesome. Um,
2: speaking of Kylo
4: Ren, the scene with Vader's helmet burnt and smashed—do you think he did that?
2: What? Yeah, I don't know. Was, was that Kylo Ren's helmet? I, was it it was like no, I, I think Ren's it was Vader's
4: helmet because he had Vader's helmet, like, like on—I don't know—on display in this in Episode Seven. He had it sitting in like ashes or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. See, here's the thing. I have just a theory. You know, he obviously has a unhealthy obsession with Vader. So right. I wouldn't, you know, you know how he suffered some injuries at the end of uh, uh Force Awakens? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he has some sort of mechanical enhancements, you know, uh in the new one to, to you know, he got injured mm-hmm. and he's just jumping on the chance to, you know, get his Vader on and put some prosthetic to be mm-hmm. more Vader like.
3: Maybe he wow. smashes his helmet and goes Vader helmet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A
4: uh, couple of couple of new additions to the cast: Laura Dern and uh, Benicio del Toro.
2: What? <laughs> Laura Dern? Oh yeah, Laura Dern. Okay,
4: from uh, Laura uh, Dern. Jurassic, Jurassic Park.
2: Yeah, Laura Dern. I was yeah. I, I, for yeah. some reason I was thinking of, uh, Lena Leah Th- Dunham. I was like, oh no! Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I can get down with Laura Dern. She's all right. She, she's had kind of had a resurgence here lately. She's been in a lot more movies here the last few years.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. she was yeah. in that uh, that HBO that HBO series Big Little Lies.
2: Girls came on. Oh yeah, yeah, Big Little Lies. Oh, I'm she so was. For some reason, yeah, I'm... yeah, yeah. Hmm,
1: that seems like weird casting, but uh, I guess they're Star Wars. They can do whatever they want, right?
2: Oh no, I'm saying no. They've, they as Star Wars. They've done uh, enough to actually gain our 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 respect and our, our trust. So. You know, we we trust them because they've actually been doing decently, even Rogue One and Force Awakens. You know, they're they're batting pretty good, uh, have a, bat, a pretty good batting average.
1: Big
4: time. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, agree. I agree, man. I agree. And uh, just like Episode 7 where Daniel Craig uh, played an uncredited uh, stormtrooper, mm-hmm. uh, I guess Tom Hardy will be playing a stormtrooper in this one. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Wow. Dream come true, huh?
4: That'd do it. <laughs> and uh, if anybody didn't know, which they probably did, uh, the release date is December fifteenth. December fifteenth. Nice.
3: All right. And, so and you heard is- it here first. Darth Vader helmet on Kylo Ren. <laughs> oh.
4: Set oh, the- that would be fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> Set the doomsday clock now, right? Yep. We'll <laughs> oh, watch
2: uh, break- what happens.
3: I'm gonna run around like I scored a golden soccer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The, the other I'm, thing is that you'll be doing that in a the theater and everyone like, what's wrong with this guy? Why are you uh, running around yeah. with shirt off?
3: <laughs> <Not again. laughs> Fuck. That's like another uh, one. <laughs> and that was
4: they
2: weren't now. aware of the bet we made. It did not listen to the Horror Returns podcast. So, uh, be aware of that bet. So
1: Yeah, they should have listened. <laughs> well, they need to yeah. listen next time, goddammit.
2: Just fill it. This Phil, this a few advertising and just free advertising. Uh, before you go in, just write Horror Returns on your, your chest and your back. So,
3: yeah. I'm going <laughs> to tattoo it on my forehead. So there you go. <laughs> We're doing it. Well, the first bit of listener feedback is not actually listener feedback. I'm just going to remind you guys about a couple of horror conventions that uh, we are going to be at. And uh, if you guys want to come hang out and see us, we'll be there. Um, The first one's going to be the Texas Frightmare Weekend. Uh, It's May 5th, 6th, and 7th uh, in Dallas. And it's going to be super awesome. We've got... Man, they added a bunch of people since the last time I looked at it. They've got... uh, the guys from uh, Bates Motel there now. Right. Freddie Highmore, uh, Max Thoreau, Nestor Carbonell. Okay. So, like, some of the main people from that. Almost the entire cast of 31. Uh, minus Rob Zombie's wife <laughs> and Rob Zombie himself. But, including Michael <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. Was that you, Brian? Yes. <laughs> uh, we got... A Suspiria 10th Anniversary celebration uh, with Dario Argento himself, really? No shit. Wow. <laughs> A whole bunch of people from Suspiria. Uh, some guys from The Thing. We got Wilford Brinley, um, Thomas Waits,
1: Keith David, uh, Dean Ch- Dean Cunley. Now, was that the guy on the roller skates? Is he going to be there? Well, uh, was that <laughs> well, the, wait, maybe the, the what, cool dude, dude on the roller skates, man? Come I don't, on, and and I don't think that
3: was him. I don't think that was him. I All can't right. remember the guy's name, <laughs> but Wilford Brimley's going to be there. That's the important part.
1: All right. I uh, that guy was still alive. I know. I, I didn't. Even... <laughs> I, thought, I thought he had the diabetes. <laughs> he was he was done by now. <laughs> Is
2: he still uh, throwing the think... oatmeal or what's going on?
1: That's what I thought.
2: Oh, wait. <laughs> Is that, that guy? <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Um, we got uh, a few guys from Walking Dead and about a thousand other shows. Uh it's gonna be a whole bunch of people there. We got also the very next weekend is coming uh Comic Palooza in Houston, May nice. 12th through the 14th. We'll be there too. Robert in England is gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy. And uh Finn Jones from Iron Fist.
2: What uh <laughs>
3: Hope,
1: Jason, hopefully, David. Hope, hey, hopefully Finn Jones has done a little bit more martial art practicing. But yeah. well, you might want to skip
2: that
3: one. So I want to see him fight Jason David Frank. We'll see how that goes because he's going to be there, the Green Ranger, with <laughs> oh, no. with Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger. <laughs>
1: ay ay yay,
3: and uh, uh, more authors than I can count uh, from from some big name stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of writers. Uh, people from the walking dead. It's going to be a bunch of people there too. So we're excited about all those. Uh, and then we've got a couple of emails in this week. Let's see. We have a question from Denny Louie says, uh, what up Lance, Brian and Philip Hennessy. Hey, they used to call me that <laughs> in the army. Uh, Here's an important question. So with the Ghost of the Shell box office business not doing so well, how does that affect the Black Widow solo film that Marvel has been hinting at? Uh, If the star Scarlett Johansson flops in a film that's tailor made for her for the Marvel fanboy, talk amongst yourselves. I
4: don't (laughs) think it affects it at all. No, no. I think it was the 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 movie, the subject matter of the movie. Right. Yeah, yeah I that, agree.
2: I agree with you 100, percent, man. It's just uh, people are a little more politically or I don't know sensitive at this time. So I right. think her being the lead actress for that movie maybe wasn't you know a few years ago wouldn't have got that much attention. But I don't know the cultural shift right now. I think just made it you know that much more easy to pick on. Could yeah,
4: be. Yeah, I, I think if they, if they did a Black Widow movie, I think it would be uh, very successful.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, you got Wonder Woman coming out this year, and, and they, you know that's you know a strong female lead, and she's actually you know been that character for geez how long now since Iron Man two? Yep. So, so yeah, she you know she's ingrained in that character and is a popular character. I I, I don't think I don't think they'll uh, suffer that kind of backlash.
4: Yeah, like, it is really it really sucks for Ghost in the Shell because I what they're estimated to lose sixty million dollars. Hmm.
2: That sucks, Does man. Does not
1: surprise me. I really, I really enjoyed that movie, and I did not expect to. So, I hate, I hate hearing that. But I do. I, do, I would say this. I would say that that and the Black Widow movie are kind of like apples and oranges. Yes, it's the same actress, but other than that, I see almost no similarities. I'm with you guys. I don't think it'll affect it one bit.
3: I don't think it'll affect it. But man, I'm. Um, I i got to say, I have no real desire to see a Black Widow solo movie. I'd way rather really? see Wonder Woman. Yeah.
0: Okay, I, I kind of yeah, knew. I, I I just it the
3: character in general is not that interesting to me. Yeah,
4: I don't. I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. That was uh, one of the gripes uh, Josh Whedon had right. before he uh, left to go do other things. Um, he was really pushing for him to direct a um, uh, Black Widow movie, and they're kind of they just kept pushing it to the back burner like constantly. He was, you know what I'm
3: saying. <laughs> 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 damn um okay (laughs) and then our next bit of listener feedback i forgot i forgot it was still my turn i'm on some cold medication so i may be a little loopy and margaritas
1: (laughs) (laughs) great great combination Uh, man
3: yeah (laughs) so kevin kevin nez friend of the show uh he sent us uh his top 10 underrated horror films after our show last week
1: I think we know. I think we know at least
4: one of them. Don't we, Brian? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just think it was the first damn movie on. No, there. no,
3: no, all right, but we're gonna go from ten up. All right, okay. Oh, he's gonna put it on there. All right, the so number ten <laughs> is phone. I don't know what phone is.
1: What the fuck is phone? Is that the one John Cusack was in last year that everybody said was one of the worst movies of the year? <laughs> I
3: don't oh, no, know that, was, that was that was Cell. Never mind. All right. Uh, the next one is Chud.
1: Oh, that's, a, C-H-U-D. that's a
3: good one. I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. It's kind of. Uh, almost like a, it's almost like a comedy horror movie, especially the I, second I, one. I, I, <laughs> that was a good. That's a good one. That's that a good
3: one. Good. I'll check it out. Um, Evil Speak was number eight. Okay. The car number seven.
1: That's. Uh, I got a lot of comedy in it too. I, I see th- a pattern emerging yeah. here, Kevin. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: yeah cause I, I think his number one had a lot of comedy in it, it Well, unintentional it comedy
3: <laughs> number six is uh, Friday the 13th 5 A New mm-hmm. Beginning that okay. is random wow.
1: that's a good yeah. one
3: <laughs> number five is Amityville Amityville 2 what? The Possession
1: <laughs> alright Kevin now you're pulling our legs <laughs>
3: yeah he's just pulling <laughs> some weird ones isn't he yeah well hey <laughs> underrated right
1: Maybe yeah I guess um, so Maybe number some of them are rated just right. Kevin, have you ever considered <laughs> that?
3: Number four is The Burning. Uh, number three is ah, The Sentinel.
1: Oh, The Burning. That's the one with Cropsey, right, Brian?
3: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: That is oh, a is good it? One. Yeah, that's a okay, good one. Okay, i may have to watch
3: that. Uh, number three is The Sentinel. I'm not real familiar with that one either. Okay. Uh, number two is Halloween 3. Okay. Yes. And, uh, uh, that's number on, one. That was on my list, too. Oh, yeah. Number one, of course, is Witchboard. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing underrated about that movie is Tony Gatane's boobs.
4: Agreed.
1: No, they're rated just about right.
4: I wish we had that soundboard we was talking about.
1: Oh, man. I uh, know.
4: <laughs> Boo, Witchboard.
1: <laughs> Agree to disagree. Agreed and disagree. <laughs> Guys, it wasn't it wasn't that
4: bad. No, it wasn't that bad. It was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Tawny Kattain was definitely fun to watch. It was fun
3: to watch because it was so bad. <laughs> All right. Uh and then Stephen Loblad tells us. He says, uh, great episode as always. Uh another feedback from our top ten list. Uh but unlike Brian's wife, my wife is infuriated with me ne- or infatuated with Negan uh and is rooting for the scumbag. No, On the other- Come on. <laughs> hey, I kind of am. I'm not sure if I'm rooting for him. I'm waiting for him to die. But Negan is cool as shit, man. I really like that guy. Uh,
1: okay, everybody who's waiting for Negan to die—if you're a comic book reader—you already know what I'm talking about. But I may have some bad news for you.
3: <laughs> well, that and on the show, he's come out so strong. I think he's sticking around for a while. They may—they uh, may go off the rails man. on it.
1: You do you do notice that they actually list him now in the in the main uh, in, in the main credits. Whoa. he's yeah. not even like and featuring or also starring or whatever. He's actually he's actually one of the the main names that comes up now.
3: I think he's the only reason they got as big a draw as they did this year.
1: Uh, yeah, I, know, but I didn't agree. They ha- didn't they didn't they have a few bumps in the road this year? Because like some people got real pissed off about killing off Glenn and everything.
3: Well, yeah, but I mean, if you're eliciting that kind of reaction, you're doing your job. It's uh, true. It's the this is boring reaction that nobody wants to hear.
1: Yeah, I just but, can't uh, believe Stephen's wife is actually rooting for him. I mean, you sure you didn't <laughs> misread that. Ru- rooting for him to die, He said. A, he's a, rooting a, for this Wow. Uh,
3: he says, on the other hand, I can't wait for Simon to get
1: shot in the face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Simon getting- is. Uh, which which one is Simon? Simon he, is the uh, he's his, his right hand man. He's uh, right. That actor's gonna be at Comic Palooza, dude. We ought to we ought to try to meet him. Oh so yeah, we can punch awesome. him in the gut.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, I'll run by and slap him in the face.
1: <laughs> there you go.
3: I'll shoot him in the face with a Nerf gun. How about that? Oh wow! <clears throat> he can catch me outside. Oh <laughs> no. I should have said that. Edit that out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's in. <Andrew.
3: laughs> uh, but that is uh, all of our listener feedback. Uh, we love to hear from you as always. Uh, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page or just email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com uh, or we got some other assorted social medias that are out there. Instagram, the Twitter machine, all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, I see a lot of your stuff on Twitter, man. That's pretty cool. I like, I like, I I use Twitter a lot more, so mm-hmm. I love, like to see you guys post up a lot of cool stories, and I'm able to click on them, and it, that's the way I like to do it. That's awesome. That's all, Brian. Yeah, I, I, I heard. So thank you, Brian. You put <laughs> up a lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, rapid fire, too.
3: Oh, thank you, thank you.
1: All right, man. We appreciate that. Are you, uh, you boys ready to move on to the featured attractions then? The featured attractions da 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 How does that music go on Grindhouse? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sent you the
3: email. It's in there.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, this week we're going to gear up for The Fate of the Furious and also check out Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. So we'll start out, as always, with uh, Death Proof trivia because we always cover the older movie first. The director and writer was a guy named Quentin Tarantino. He's also known for The Hateful Eight. Reservoir Ooh, Dogs that? and Pulp Fiction, as long as as well as a few others, right, Philip?
3: Uh, a couple of them, yeah, yeah, one of the greats.
1: Uh, so, uh, Zoe Bell was the stunt double for Uma Thurman in the Kill Bill series. Ah, uh, that makes sense. This was the only Quentin Tarantino movie that takes place completely in chronological order and without any flashbacks. Huh? Oh,
2: never thought this about a- it.
1: The original, the original name for this film, which pops up for only a few frames, is Quentin Tarantino's Thunderbolt.
4: Did <laughs> yeah. You, did you guys notice that at the beginning? Yeah, I've seen it.
3: I like Death uh, Proof, better.
1: All right. So get this, <laughs> and, I, and I and I don't and I don't see a name on here that would be a bad pick. I mean, I think they did great with with Kurt Russell, but uh, so Mickey Rourke, Sylvester okay. Stallone, uh, Ving Rhames. Oh and Australian actor John Jarrett were all considered for the role of stuntman Mike. With Tarantino upon the urging of Grindhouse co-director Robert Rodriguez, they finally settled on Russell. Good
4: Uh,
1: to see. Yep, and Robert Rodriguez is about to work with Russell again. Ain't that right, Brian?
4: Yep. Hopefully.
1: Uh, Kevin might not say hopefully, but you know. Oh
4: no, definitely not Kevin. He's very angry about that news. He's angry about it. What escape from New York?
1: Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on.
0: All right, uh, all right.
1: Art, we have a uh, tradition here that uh, when we start talking about the movies, we let our we we typically let our guests chime in first. So, uh, Art, what did what did you uh, what did you think about Death Proof, man?
2: Well, a little backstory. I actually saw this when it was the double feature with Grindhouse in the movie theater, and I, I don't know if you guys remember it, when they played it. Planet Terror came out first, and then there's a little intermission, and then uh, Death Proof. And just I have not revisited it since then. So when I when you guys hit me up and said, "Hey, we're going to watch Death Proof," I didn't have a high opinion on Death Proof at the time. I actually, saw I thought Planet Terror was the better of the two. But then I actually saw, re Planet Terror a few years ago and I didn't like it as much as I did the second time around and revisiting uh, death proofs. I, I was really surprised at how much more I ended up liking death proof and just retrospective. I believe this movie came out 10 years, oh, almost 10 years ago, right? 2007, something like that. So, so, yeah, so. you know, with, yeah, with 10 years, you know, uh, you know, about 10 years of distance between the movie. It's just so funny to me that uh, what you take away from the movie now, as opposed to there and, you know, so the stuntman, Mike, Kurt Russell's character just seems so much more creepier to me now. Yeah. Cause he's, he's just trying to pick up on, on young chicks. And then, well, you know, and then what he you know, like you said, there is this movie's ten years old, how he just goes out of his way to just fucking mess these chicks up. It just you get that creepy vibe from the bar, you know, when he's picking up uh uh that chick I forget her name, but the one that owes him a uh, butterfly. Rosie oh, Mira oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he okay. just he just comes off so sleazy, you know? It just so that's the part that I I couldn't believe in, and we've all seen those older guys that trying to, you know, you know, stay in the past, you know, I really liked how he had his, uh, icy hot jacket on <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: uh,
2: the panty trapper jacket, I guess, you know, but it, 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 that's the part of like, wow, I didn't associate this when I was, you know, 25, now I'm 35. It's like, wow, I kind of see it. Cause uh, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> to, right. So the, the, the and I really, and I what I do like, the main thing I liked about it, the first cast of characters we had, the first chicks, uh, they're a little annoying, you know? And you, you know, you kind of get a little upset, but you, you, when you see their fate and then you get the second set of chicks, and they're badass. You know, you got two stunt women, and one, uh, you know, Rosario Dawson's character, <coughs> she's not a stunt woman, but she right. still has a backbone. So I really, I really like that, that there's two completely different sets of characters and, and you know, that's uh, a main parallel I got from this movie. I'm sorry, I'm rambling that I actually liked it. You guys, of course, have seen The Strangers, right? Yes. yes. And, and see, I never, I can never get into that movie because if you're coming to my house, I know, even though it was not their house, if you're coming knocking on my door at midnight. I'm not just gonna get freaked out. I'm gonna do something about it, and that's why I fell in love with the second act of this movie. because yeah. these chicks, you know, I, when they said, you know, they said, "We're gonna go get them? I'm like hell yeah! And they asked Rosaro Dawson's character. Uh, do you want to go get him? So I like, fuck it, let's go. I. That, <laughs> that's when they had. That's when they had me. I was like, oh, yeah. fucking, this movie's the shit. So that's when they had me. So like that's my little ramble on it. I really, I really liked it. I was really surprised that, you know, like I said, I hadn't seen it in 10 years since I initially saw it in the theater, and, and I was like, wow, this is not that bad of a movie.
3: Yeah, dude. Uh, you know what? I'll go too, man. That's I, I had forgotten how incredible this movie was. You know, it, was, it, it didn't even crack my radar on Quentin Tarantino movies before I rewatched it, because I originally saw it when it first came out with the whole Grindhouse double feature thing. <clears throat> and... Yeah, they're both great movies. You know, Robert Rodriguez is awesome. But I think it, it may have hurt this Quentin Tarantino movie as a standalone movie uh, because you always associate it with Planet Terror. Yeah, I like
1: Planet Terror a little bit better.
3: Yeah? Yeah. So, See, on the rewatch of this one, though, man, uh-huh. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved the dialogue. I, I love too, the- man.
1: But don't get me wrong. I love both of them. This was my favorite film of 2007. <clears throat> Grindhouse. as oh, a, wow. Yeah. As an experience that okay. was my absolute favorite of that entire year. I, I like planet terror just a little bit more because of the science fiction aspect of it, but this is a fucking phenomenal movie. You're right, man. Yeah.
3: And I just, I just didn't give it enough credit the first time I watched it. And so going back and watching it again, it was like the, the writing was great. I love the dialogue between all the chicks, I love that the first half of the movie was like classic horror and it, it had, uh, I think even more little burn marks in the movie and, and looked like it was set further in the past, even though it was still modern times, but they had everybody wearing very, uh, you know, seventies type clothing, cars, music, all that stuff. And, uh, uh, it, it was more of a horror movie esque, and then the second act, you know, when they come along, and it's it's just a bunch of high school girls or you know, college age girls, whatever girls that are too young for this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then, uh, uh, but then the second half of the movie is like these two actresses, and then their stunt doubles, and then. We run into that double-edged sword where the stunt man is the bad guy, and now he's chasing stunt people. Mm-hmm. And I like how Zoe <laughs> played herself, which they nice. mentioned in the very beginning of the credits. Right, that was awesome. Uh, and then, man, uh, like the scene where they were uh, trying to r- run him off the road while they were playing uh, whatever the game was called, where she's like hanging ships, on the foot of the car. Mass. Ship's mess. Yeah. Yeah. So she's hanging on the hood of the vanishing point car and, and he comes and tries to run him off the road. And I had actually forgotten how this ended somehow. And, uh, I I really thought that she died in that scene and I was really tense the whole way. It made me very tense and very nervous this entire scene. And then (laughs) when, uh, the scene ended and, uh, she flies off the hood of the car. They think their friend is dead and the turning point is when she <laughs> pops up out of the bushes and she's like, I'm right. okay. <laughs> it was great, man. And I like how
2: they set that up early yeah. too. They
3: tell you oh, nothing happens to her. Right. She's so like a cat. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, she came out and, and, and they were some chicks that were going in and kicking ass. And then suddenly Kurt Russell was, instead of being the big, bad, creepy, bad guy, turned into the, Crying a little bitch because he got shot in the arm. Big old bitch. And uh yeah. <laughs> and he was running away and screaming and crying from these girls that whooped his ass.
1: Yeah, he checked he checked yeah, didn't he?
3: Yeah, soundtrack was great, everything. This is this this earned a new respect for me. This is one of my favorite Tarantino films now.
1: Strong words.
3: Yeah.
2: You had something else to say, Art? Oh no! I'm just saying, just like you said, uh, the uh, the contrast, like uh, they the in the first, like the first set of characters with Jungle Julia and her posse, right. uh, They're just chicks. They're just normal chicks, you know, going through stuff. But when you, we first meet these characters, you know, uh, Rosario Dawson and uh, and Zoe and and so on, they establish that these girls know how to take care of themselves, you know. So it kind of sets you up, like. Okay, and well, we got some at Mike. Well, we think it's going to be the same old, same old. But then they throw us for the loop, and fuck it, stuff like yes. Mike—it's his ass handed him. It just—that's mm-hmm. what I just loved so much, you know, that he got his comeuppance, and no one feels sympathy for this guy. We we we're actually rooting for him, you know. That that car chase—those I don't know—it was like a ten-minute car chase, fifteen-minute oh, car that chase. That was an awesome. It was hey,
3: awesome. Go good yeah, there. yeah. It was great. <laughs> Kept my attention the whole time.
1: What did, hey, what did you this, think? What did you think, Brian?
3: What the Fast and Furious uh, should have been.
4: <laughs> this, um, I I always liked this equally with Planet Terror. I mean, it's mm-hmm. got fast cars, it's got hot women in it, you know, and it's a different take on a slasher movie. Except his his uh, killing weapons is car, right? And even when Kurt Russell was going over the top, it just went with the movie. The his whole yeah. scene when he got shot and he was pouring the um uh, pouring uh, alcohol on it and he was just like oh my gosh oh <laughs> can't believe you know, this it, happened it, to me you know yeah like, it didn't, it did not thinking? take yeah, it, it didn't take me out of it and right um it's you know you guys said it you know it you get a better appreciation uh rewatching it and i i too also seen it when it originally came out and it was like one of the best um theater experiences i had because the whole crowd it was a packed theater and everybody was uh, Rodriguez and Tarantino fans in there. Right. That's cool. And a um, couple of things I wanted to bring up about the movie. Was anybody concerned that they left their friend to get raped?
2: Yeah. that. Was, well, I think that was like an initiation, like, all right, you're a big girl, take care of yourself. I mean, it, I mean that, that that was a big bubble. You know, I wouldn't want to leave that little girl with a big, a big beat like that, but I thought, that's like they haze, obviously they you could tell they're hazing her like throughout yeah. the whole movie would, so mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm pretty sure she could take care of so, but yeah, that was kind of funny. that's part <laughs> of
3: what I loved about it, though is the the relationship between these four girls, it was very real. it was very right. it was almost unscripted, but and like some of the stories that they were talking about early in the movie, they didn't even it it didn't sound like they were even relevant, but they came back to yeah to fruition, you know. Did and like
4: also, I wanted one? to bring up uh, the 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 car crash scene um, with the first set of girls was very <laughs> brutal. Oh, wow. oh yeah, dude. Yeah, they had to show limbs it like, flying yeah. off.
1: They had to show it like four different times so they could show you every person, time. Time. Each, each death, each death they had to show. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome, man. Every time I, I see a, a girl's
3: legs hanging out of a car, I think about this movie. Oh. <laughs> I
4: believe uh, what's her name got it the worst. I believe the actress's name is Belissa uh, uh, Ferlito. When the she lap got
1: dance
4: the, uh, chick? uh yeah the the last one yeah when she got the tire to the face Oh yeah that was wrong. Completely Ooh. tore her face off
1: <laughs> Oh and such a beautiful face that's the fucking Yeah yeah
3: <laughs> cuz that lap dance is pretty awesome Oh wow
4: <laughs> But, yeah, the, uh, re-watching it now, you know, it. you you just get a better appreciation for it. And mm-hmm. it's a great fucking movie.
2: Yeah, it ages very well. That's the surprising yeah. thing. I like, would agree. You know, the, obviously, there's, there's no CGI. It's all actual sense. I think that lends credence to it. And yeah. then even then, like you said, it had a very old... Fuel to it even though it was not really set in the past but it wasn't set so much because the girl had a cell phone and everything you know they, they had cell phones but it's it, you know it could be any time and the the what the main thing I think the number one thing Tarantino does great is scoring and, and putting the music he chooses Absolutely. for his movies it just sets the tone for any movie he's in. that's like the, it's, that's part of the Quentin Tarantino experience you know
4: better than anybody yeah. in the game yeah, quick thing yep. about that scene. That that whole scene could have been left out. Where she's texting Which one? whatever, she's texting whatever guy.
1: Oh, I uh, think no, just, the cell phone. no, they had it in there to show you that it is modern day. That's just yeah. it. to show you that everything well, was like uh, all the cars and everything just, were like yeah. from the 70s. I know, and, but and the feel she
4: was She originally got a phone call from her friend
3: Right. yeah, but I think it was just extra in there to remind you that hey, this is not I mean just to bring you back to reality, hey, this is yeah. not you know forty years ago this is today
4: that's what yeah I, I think could see that that's what I think I too. could see that but i I, I just thought that the scene was useless
2: I, so, I thought it was useless, but I think they got it to gain sympathy for that character like, oh look it she's gonna have someone to could talk to you know her old right. deal, though, it was a it was bir- a birthday and no one was talking to her and she was a little bummed out and then, then she got a little message so there's a little hope at the you know a little light at the end of the tunnel and then Obviously, you just, we see how she meets her fate with her leg hanging out the damn window. Like, wow, yeah, she, I, I'm also not a fan a little, of
4: She was a little bit of a bitch. So, I mean, well, I it, think didn't that work. it right. did work on me.
2: You know what I think? That's a good uh, point, Brian. That's what I'm almost thinking. It's like, you know, this movie has, like, there's a lot of talking in the beginning, a lot of talking. But I think it's, I don't know if it's a lost art where you have to try, you have to go on the ride with the director. Because mm-hmm. I think all that it builds anticipation to 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 the end. So you start off with these chicks yeah. that you don't care so much about, then you're introduced some chicks you are and right. immediately you're kinda it's like, ah oh, well, uh, here we go again but then like right away you know like oh these chicks actually know what, they can take care of themselves, you know? So yeah. I, that's the only thing that I was thinking about.
3: Right. It's like they gave you classic horror movie and then Switch and Super bait. twist yeah. on plot, all in the same movie. Yeah, it's kind of
2: it's yeah.
1: Kinda, it's kind of weird because it was like a revenge movie, but it wasn't. Yeah. They, they had no idea they were ven- they were uh, giving vengeance for anyone. Yeah, it was really. You know interesting what? I also made like? it they more awesome. <laughs> yeah, it made it more awesome. Of course, we knew as the you viewer, know what I, we knew what was going on.
2: I also liked that the sheriff fucking figured it out <laughs> right away. You know, the sheriff's yeah. in the hospital, right. and he's all you know. I, he, that's the same sheriff that he—he's a lynchpin that kind of keeps all the Tarantino movies together. Right, him and his family. Uh, he's supposed to be related. You know, that sheriff is somehow supposed to be related to the one from Kill Bill and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Isn't that is he? Yeah, is there, he? there's some. There, yeah, there's a lynchpin that uh, a, a character or a character, a family name that keeps all the Tarantino movies together. Uh, uh, like, for instance, Inglorious Bastards. That does. Uh, not Brad su- Pitt's character. That
1: does not surprise me yeah. the least, Art. That does not surprise Brad me the Pitt- least, man.
2: I believe Brad Pitt's character is either the grandfather of the sheriff from Kill Bill. No and shit. that Kill Bill. Yeah. I, I can get, I, I'm messing up some of the facts with that. I know Brad Pitt's character has something to do with that. Right. And then that's the sheriff. And then this sheriff, cause he also, if you notice like Kill Bill, uh, he also calls him fa- son number one, son number two or, or whatever. And he, I, he I do the remember. Same I don't know. I don't know if it's the same actor, but it, sh- it should be the same character. But he solves it like he cracks that nut right away. He's like, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I, you know, he tells, and I love that pragmatic approach because it kind of throws you for a loop. You got this guy, you know, a lot of people, not me, because I was, I was lucky enough to live in Texas, but they might take this guy as a little twang in his voice. Mm-hmm. But he, he actually deciphers that case right away, very pragmatic, you know, step by step. So what the fuck am I going to do? They're not going to believe me anyway, so I'm just going to watch that <laughs> part
3: yeah, wow. yeah he, so, he, but he nascar season's starting i got shit to do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: he he was also in from uh Dust till dawn uh, the opening oh scene.
1: yeah oh, nice. wow so, uh, same yeah uh, it, it was same character was it the, was it the same uh actor michael parks yes Ah, uh, and that that dude's a good actor he's been a lot of movies wasn't he in that uh that kevin smith movie red state was that him or was that somebody else
2: Yes, that was I've never seen that, but I you know, know I'm Kevin about? Smith. Yeah, he wanted him to get nominated for a, a, a Oscar for that movie. But oh, you yeah, know what? That, you, know what? you know what?
1: You know what? He was also the dude that, that turned that turned uh, Justin Long into a, a walrus in the other Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> you guys remember this? Tusk, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Tusk.
3: I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> Kevin Smith does some was weird old, shit sometimes.
1: He, he was the old Navy guy that uh, that found the walrus that saved his life back in the day. Remember?
3: Why not? I-,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just I just put two and two together, but you fucking blew my mind, Art. I did not even realize that. So basically, what you're telling me, if I if I'm understanding this correctly, you're saying every Tarantino movie is in a shared universe.
2: That's what I read somewhere. I'm I'm looking right now to send you guys a link, so maybe you guys Dude. can talk about it later uh, next time. But yeah, there is something that. Keeps them all together because you know they're not that far now. I, I now think about I don't know how far that, if that reaches all the way to Django, but I want to I want to see why not.
1: That is genius, dude. That is fucking genius.
2: That and the thing amazing. is, Tar- The funny thing is, Quentin Tarantino also grew up a big comic book fan, so this is in his right. blood. You know, that's the kind sense. of shit that comic books are. Right. Are based on. There's, there's always something that can they. Even now they'll, they'll reach back like you know in a you know super they'll go reach back to issue twenty from the forties like oh shit they brought him back, but yeah. uh, something to that effect you know it's always something crazy and uh, Tarantino's you know one of the best in the game, uh, but like I said like uh, I think uh, I think Philip said I, this is not on my highly rated list of in Quir- Tarantino movies but. Even on the on the lower end of the tonal pole, you, and you still can't go wrong. You know, I still his movies—they're just the feel. I mean, you when you go in a yeah. movie, it's just an experience, and, and you you're you know what you're going in for, and nothing's too much. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, you know you're watching a Tarantino film when it comes on.
2: Yeah, well, and guys. I think that's the ultimate ultimate sign of a director he, that he's got you because. Like, I remember my wife was not a fan of Kill. I had to go see Kill Bill Volume 2 by myself. She was like, I'm not going to go see that movie with you. So that's, but I knew, I said, I know what I'm getting into. It's, 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 I'm lending myself to this, this director's vision and, and, and storyline. And then actually, I want to go along for the ride. I know what I'm getting into. So that, I mean, I I think that's the highest praise any director or any movie maker can, can get from you, you know?
1: Yeah. So, so she saw the first one, but she
2: wouldn't see part two with you. Nope, <laughs> she's like no, you know that okay. fight in the club with the crazy eighty eight. Like, I love that. That's this? my favorite scene in both. Movies. That yeah, definitely. <laughs> and she's like, "What is go-? like?" And you right. know, from from that, I she I don't think she ever really saw Tarantino fully at that point. I think Pulp Fiction, but mm-hmm. she was like zoning in and out of it. So and that was at home. So I think this was our first theatrical experience together. Was uh, Kill Bill, and she was not having it. <laughs>
1: Well, guys, I don't, I don't think there's too much more I can add to this that you guys have not already all covered. I mean, Art, having you on the show has been amazing. It's just, uh, you blew my mind with this Tarantino shared universe thing, and I just can't wait to start digging into that. I mean, the the only thing I, I would point out, and I think you guys touched on it a little bit when you're talking about the dialogue, but did, did the scene when they were all sitting around eating and the camera was kind of moving around while they were talking – did that remind you guys at all of the scene where they were in the deli and uh, Reservoir Dogs?
2: Oh, that yeah. reminded me of that. Yep.
1: Good point, man. That's a
2: bit very similar.
1: Yeah, yeah I really, I, I really get that same vibe. It's just uh, Tarantino, man. You could, you could study this guy. You know, you could, yeah. you could actually create a college class just on Tarantino. And it's, amazing. I'd, I'd he, an and it's amazing. A lot of a lot of people sell him short because they say, well, he's not original. He steals ideas from all these other directors and these other types of movies. That's bullshit. Every fucking director from day one has done that. I mean, oh, the yeah. first director who directed the first movie, I guarantee you, was built on a book or a play or, or, or a short story that somebody else had already written.
3: It's human nature, man. We just retell stories over and over. That's why, uh, you know, movies are going to get remade for the rest of eternity.
1: You guys ready for ratings?
3: Yeah. Let's
1: do it. All right. Well, Art, you're our guest, man. Uh, We go on a scale of 1 to 10. We may change that at some point, but for now, that's that's what we do. Yeah, Denny
2: Louise got me all screwed up. I was thinking thumbs up, (laughs) thumbs down, because you're trying to change the rating (laughs) system. So, Denny Louise, we like... Thumbs up, thumbs down is too. It, there's not. It's too gray. It's not black and white. These movies have areas of gray in it, so I have to disagree with my my good friend Denny Louise.
3: <laughs>
2: I agree with but you. I will, I will easily go with a eight, a, a real solid eight. Uh, it's it's not quite a nine. It's just a little too wordy in the beginning for me uh, with with the with the first set of characters, but uh, it picks up shortly after that. But I give this a strong eight, and that's kind of high praise for me. For, uh, yeah, for that's so that, that is, it, I
1: give it a solid eight. Eight's very high, Philip.
3: Uh, man, I was while I was watching it, and as I was watching that first half of it, I wanted to give it an eight as well. Um, but then after watching the ending, I was like, uh, you know what? This is an easy nine. I like this one better than Kill Bill.
1: <laughs> that's, that's wow. That's strong yeah. praise.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie, man. Strong it's Definitely up there. Top two or three Tarantino movies. Brian? Um, I'm going to meet you guys in the middle. I'm going to give it an
4: eight and a half. Um, I could not see, after you read that list, I could not see anybody other than Kurt Russell playing this role. Mm -hmm. And um, all the actresses were great in this movie. And like I said, it was a a slasher movie with a car, and it was fucking awesome. So eight and a half.
1: Good old fashioned slasher movie. Um, yeah, this is uh, all right. So, like I said, my uh, my favorite experience of 2007 was uh, was easily Grindhouse. Um, you guys, I mean, it's no mystery. I already I already told you that I, that I like Planet Terror a little bit better, but that still doesn't keep me from giving this movie a good solid eight. It's definitely nice. uh, definitely an eight, and what I love about it is it's basically two movies in one. Because you get the first half, which is the slasher film, you get the second half, which is the revenge film, even though they don't even know they're doing the revenge, which is the genius of it. And I absolutely love the scene where they're where they're all uh, sitting together eating breakfast and the cameras are going around and it's almost an exact uh, it's almost an exact copy without being a copy of the scene when all the guys were getting together talking about the the heist they were going to pull off at the beginning of Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, eight eight for me for sure now. This is where we get to the point where I think Art is being called away by his master's voice. Am I right, Art?
2: Yeah, guys. Unfortunately, uh, my skills didn't work out correctly. I'm on call, and I got called to work, but it, hopefully I could get a chance to do this with you guys again. You guys are awesome. I really have been enjoying the hours and hours of entertainment you guys have provided me. I just want to say thank you, first and foremost. I Just today, I know how hard it is to schedule anything with all our busy lives. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for being able to do this on a, such a consistent basis. And, I, I mean, to set your time apart and actually, you know, have real in-depth conversations. Podcasts like this is what I really enjoy, man, because you guys are passionate about what you just talk about. You guys have a in-depth knowledge and are passionate. And I, I just want to say how much I appreciate it. Well, dude, we oh, appreciate you. it. Yeah,
1: and I don't think it's a coincidence that the minute that you said that, my Skype credit just went down to six sixty six.
2: Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here then. <laughs> I'm a free man.
1: <laughs> hey, but we we appreciate everything, brother. Thank you for coming. Yeah, dude. On. Yeah.
3: Thank you so much. That and, was uh, great yeah. words, man. You just like touch about this whole. Yeah, and I
1: saw that. Well, I saw it's, that uh, it's true, man. All right, I saw that picture you put on Facebook today. Some. Somebody's been doing some biceps work, man.
2: Uh-oh, that's nothing. That's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing the fat forward. It's an old camera trick I learned <laughs> back in the day. All right, well, let's <laughs> the fat the flat forward. <laughs> but thank you guys so much, and I'm sorry I, I'm going to have to bounce early. But hopefully, like I said, I can do this again with less uh, uh, for the uh, listeners who know all the technical difficulties on my end uh, that were my fault. Nah, and hopefully oh, next time I can good. give these guys a, a, a great show. And uh, I, do, I do really appreciate you guys. And I, I like talking to the Alaskan Barry White. That's why I, I think Brian is. He reminds me <laughs> of Barry White. <laughs> I thank love you, that. Oh, that you. is your new name from now on. <laughs> so oh, the next bro, time bro, I come on, I'll go bro, ahead, bro, man. Are,
4: uh, did, did you by any chance watch The Fate of the, the Furious?
2: No, it's been a crazy oh, okay. few days. How about this? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later, but no, but I, I do, I do really appreciate you guys and you guys have a great thing going here, man.
3: All right. Thank you so much, man. All right.
2: Thanks, well, thank brother. you guys. All right. All right well, you guys take
3: care.
1: Okay. You too. All right. Good luck on call. All right. All right well, later. Later. All right. And so now moving on to, uh, to the main movie this week, which is the brand new F Gary Gray film, the fate of the furious. So, as I said, the director is F. Gary Gray, also known for Straight Out of Compton and Law Abiding Citizen. You guys seen that movie? Yes. I really I feel like I that have, one. I
4: don't remember it. Yeah, it's uh, one of my wife's favorites.
1: Uh, let me guess why. Would it have mm. anything to do with the actor Gerard Butler that happens to be the star? She does like 300. Hmm, yeah. <laughs> so does AJ. <laughs> I like 300. That dude's awesome. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but Jamie Foxx is in it also, right? Yes. I'm thinking of the same movie. That was actually mm. a pretty damn good little movie, man.
3: Okay, I know. I sure. it was kind
1: of clever how I did everything from Inside Prison.
3: Yeah, yeah that was a pretty good one.
1: Uh, the writer of this particular film was Chris Morgan, also known for Fast and Furious 6 and 7. So he's on a roll. Okay. The yeah. cast. The cast includes what? two. What's that, Phil? I'm sorry. What? It, you.
3: All he's ever written for is The Fast and Furious. Never mind.
1: That's that. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty God.
3: much it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it. Um. Uh, he's the, uh. Don't mean to cut you off. He's done a couple other decent he, movies.
1: What? What? What else has he done? Have you? Uh, um. He...
4: he. He's done. Uh, you guys ever seen Cellular? With uh, uh, Chris Evans. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, where he's in the phone booth?
4: No, oh, no, no, that's no, no. Uh, a that's totally phone booth
1: movie. I've never cellular. seen. Cellular. Yeah,
4: it has uh, Chris <laughs> Evans and uh, Jason Statham. But really and, similar uh, to where, where, where <laughs> it.
1: Where he's in the phone booth? No, that's phone. Booth, oh. You dumbass.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, how did it go? Real quick. Uh, basically, uh, this lady gets kidnapped. She gets a hold of somebody by putting uh, a phone together that was smashed, and it dials oh, Chris Evans' phone.
3: Okay. Yeah, but he's got to okay. stay on the line with her. It's the
4: same yeah. kind of concept. But uh, just really quick, he's also done uh, Wanted with uh, Angelina Jolie. Oh, and okay. also, that, uh That was pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, well, unfortunately, he did 47 Ronin, so. <laughs>
1: hmm. Okay, well. Some good, some bad. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how this one is. Right. Cast. We'll see. Uh, the cast includes. Uh, speaking of people with a pretty good resume, the cast includes two Oscar winners: Helen Mirren, and also Charlize Theron. This is the first film in the franchise to have Oscar winners in the cast. That doesn't huh. surprise me.
3: No. <laughs> I, look, hey, the cast is pretty awesome, man. They they're definitely. It is as big budget as a big budget movie gets. There's right. there's a lot of big ass people in here. Yeah, and, and, and I don't a... I don't think I don't think this will be
4: the last uh, of the Oscar uh, winners to be in this movie because Helen Mirren asked to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, it's got a fan base.
1: <laughs> we'll get into this later, but she fucking nailed it, dude. <laughs> she was mm-hmm. my fa- actually probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, F. Gary Gray previously directed Vin Diesel in A Man Apart. Good movie. Both Jason Statham and Charlize Theron in The Italian Job. Good movie. And Dwayne Johnson in Be Cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. He was funny. Not too bad. He was funny in it. Now yeah. he now he reunites with them all as the director of the latest installment of the franchise. Yeah. that. Uh, All right, now here's where we get into some, as they say, drama. A week before filming ended, Dwayne Johnson had a secret meeting with co-star and executive producer Vin Diesel to address personal and professional issues between the two. This happened after Diesel reportedly canceled some of Johnson's planned scenes at the last minute. Oh, on several occasions Diesel also reportedly refused to show up on the set as he was scheduled leaving hundreds of cast crew and extras waiting on set for him for more than six hours so is there trouble in the Fast Um, and Furious Paradise may I add that
4: recently at um, I I believe uh, I forgot who was it that called into the uh, bench cast uh, went to, um, oh, I can't even remember the convention that just happened. Uh, the one in Vegas where they show, like, uh, they bring in all the uh, movie movie chains and they show movies and trailers and stuff. Well, anyway, so, it just cuts to the thing.
1: it's like an insider film industry uh, convention?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, just, just to get to the part, um, they were promoting uh, Fate of the Furious, and apparently they had to keep them apart. Really? Wow. Yeah, basically. Oh boy! The so, Rock was this, will do his thing and Vin Diesel will do his thing, but at at no time were they ever together, like speaking on the movie.
3: Was this a real thing? Because I remember when it happened, and there was a lot of beef between them, like on Twitter and junk. And you then know, I had heard that it was going to be some sort of that was speculation that, that maybe they were going to meet up at uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania, and they yeah, didn't, it, right? Yeah, this
4: is actual. I guess a real thing because I guess The Rock has also had comments about maybe people taking Vin Diesel's side. Mm-hmm. He, he never really he never really commented or said names, but he called he called him a bunch of candy asses. Oh boy,
3: man! So. I f- the Rock is like the picture perfect dude right now. I, I feel like right. to get under his skin and make him get where he's not super nice guy anymore. Uh, Mm -hmm. You got to be kind of a dickhead. I mean, there's no way you can not take the rock side in this, which might
4: lead to something I'm going to bring up, probably in spoilers that I have a theory on regarding this whole drama situation.
1: Oh, that'll be interesting to get into. So, guys, stay tuned for the spoilers or go watch the movie and come back and listen to the spoilers, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers will be interesting in this one, I think. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, well, it sounds like we're going to have a lot to talk about. So who who uh, who wants to go first? Brian, you saw it most recently, right?
4: Yeah, i just seen it uh, hours ago. Um, I fucking loved it. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, leading up to this movie, the more trailers, I because they released a lot of trailers. Yeah. I kind of wasn't as interested in it. Mm-hmm. But then as the movie started... Um, A small little spoiler here. As the movie started, you got the familiar, familiar um, scene of the um, car races, and it kind of took me
1: back. I loved it, man. Yeah, it kind of took me back
4: because one of my favorites is one of my favorites is the original. Yeah, I just got a soft spot for it. And as the movie went on, and it it just is jam packed with action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a, a couple the The reasoning behind Ben Diesel's character turning bad, I liked it. And did you? Yeah, I did. It was it was a
1: little cheesy, but I, I liked it. It, it was. But
4: it worked. It was A it, little well,
1: cliche, man. I'll it's wait fast, to comment until and, the It's fast, and furious. It's what, fast yeah. and furious. What'd you what'd you say, Phil?
3: I said I'll wait to comment on that one until the spoilers because I, I have something to say. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> but enough. that I,
4: that also leads into something else. I'm going to get into spoilers regarding that, but. I liked I liked everybody in it. There's some a uh, couple uh, reveals of characters that I really enjoyed, and um, Charlize Theron. I kind of dig her as a villain. Yeah, she kind of played like a cold. There were some scenes where she just had that that crazy eyed, like wide eyed <laughs> killer type look, and I kind of I kind of right. dug it.
3: Yeah, she made a killer bad guy. She like did. in monster.
4: She did. And, um,
3: yeah, I, I, I
4: really had fun with this movie. And, um, yeah, uh, pass it on to one of you guys because I am well, really interested in getting the spoilers.
1: Yeah, let me – can I go first? Yeah. Or or I should say next. Um, yeah, I and thank God she was as ugly as she was in Monster, huh?
3: Yeah. Oh, that's that's
1: for damn sure. And uh, despite what you say, Brian, about Kevin's girl, Michelle – I think she was pretty hot in this movie. I had I no, I had no problem with Letty in this movie. Thought, okay, let me <laughs> let she's me clarify. Not, she's not I, Natalie Emmanuel. Don't get me wrong. Oh God, I'm no, with you on that. God, no. uh, let me let me clarify. I
4: didn't say she was ugly. <laughs> I just is like all the female action stars or whatever we've been reviewing lately. She's just not up there with me.
3: Yeah, I'll agree with that. Like if you if you're looking at like. Hot Latina stars, eh, I think Eva Mendez definitely edges out, you know? Oh, I right now i go for Salma Hayek. Oh, yeah. i still go for Salma
1: uh, any day. She's my home and how pass.
3: And she? And she's still.
1: <laughs> I don't it's, care. It's,
3: it's, Hell, it's ridiculous.
1: I couldn't care less how well she is.
4: Because <laughs> I, I really liked her in, um, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Everly.
1: <clears throat> yes. Yes. Very. I really
4: enjoyed that movie. Very. Really enjoyed that.
1: And that's and that's an, and that's another one that's very much like either the raid, or uh, uh, the other one we were talking about, dread. The one with the Carl yes. Urban in it. Kind of almost yes. the same exact plot line again. Am I right? Yes, with uh, mm-hmm. the different levels of the
4: although, building. She,
1: although she's trying to get out rather than come in. But yes. you know, same concept. Okay, so here's my take on this movie. The movie started, and I'm thinking, all right probably not going to be one of my top movies of the year. I mean, the all the all the fast movies are just fucking great fun to watch. I've always had I've never seen one where I didn't enjoy watching it. But I thought that the, you know, Vin, you know, Vin Diesel turning on everybody, I thought, "Okay, great. Dom's going to be the bad guy." Yeah, right, sure. And you know what? I was exactly right. It was super cheesy the way they set it up. It was super clichéd. They set it up. It, no spoilers here, because they set it up and immediately. You knew that he wasn't really the bad guy. That they kind of yeah. made it look like in the trailers. They Obviously, that, he had They on showed it. that within the first ten minutes. Yeah. So I'm not spoiling anything. But when they started off in Cuba, and they had that beautiful photography of of all the the beaches and the beautiful old rebuilt cars, and all the people on the streets having fun and just having a having a drag race, and it, the flag I would, girl. You know what? Oh yeah, <laughs> Brian, yeah. Brian, I'm with you, brother. It took me back to the first movie, man. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was back to basics, and I like I like this director. I really like everything <sighs> F. Gary Gray's done. I think he has a great visual style, and I think he's really really good at, at, at catching people in, in a natural setting. And I, I I really enjoyed that first part. Okay. Could he have really won that race with? And uh oh, spoiler! Nah, not really. It's the first five minutes of the movie. Could he have won that race with that car? <laughs>
3: yeah, Wait, it's, got, it's, it.
1: it's not the car; it's the driver behind. Yeah. Car, right?
3: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, we'll prove it. And boy did he right. But um, yeah. No, I, I love the way they started it. I I thought that. If there was anything I was a little disappointed, I expected more out of uh Clint Eastwood's son. I thought I thought yeah. Scott Eastwood I thought he was going to be a little bit more. And you could kind of see toward the end where he was sorta kind of coming into his own, but it is kind of it was kind of funny I, how they called him little nobody, right?
4: Yeah, I think he played it to where he was supposed to. I think definitely he he will be in, in the sequels. Oh, and I think sure. you'll He's get I think will Yeah, I think you'll get more of a different character than you did in this one. Right. So I, yeah. I, I felt like he played it to wait the way he was supposed to.
3: But I mean, like you could have completely cut him out of this movie and it wouldn't have made a bit of difference to the plot. No,
1: nah, I kind of disagree. I, I think, I think he was, I think he was a good addition. <laughs> and I do like the fact that they expanded Kurt Russell's character a lot from the movie before yeah. where he's actually kind of becoming the, the puppet master now.
3: Right. Yeah. Which I, I really like
1: that. like that part, but I mean, you know, everybody delivered what they were supposed to there's a scene toward the ending of the movie no spoilers here at all jason statham kind of stole the show a little yeah, bit definitely. in a scene that he was in um everybody did exactly every what they scene were that he expe- was in everybody did exactly what they were expected to do i wasn't disappointed with a single performance i got what i wanted out of this movie i love the, the different sets that they went to I love the fact that nothing in the real world... It, it's a superhero movie, guys. Nobody could do what these people did. The, we saw this in the trailer. The Rock grabbed a speeding missile with his hand and <laughs> redirected it over to the bad guys. This is the kind of movie we knew we were going to get, and I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> I enjoyed every minute of it. Philip, what do you think?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm not as high on it as you guys, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta take it for what it is. You know, if you've been watching the Fast and the Furious series, it only gets more ridiculous with every single movie. And so plot is not really super important here. And if you, if you, so you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt, uh, having said that. Great action sequences, uh, especially towards the beginning. The prison scene was my favorite in the movie. That was awesome. Uh, Uh I think Jason Statham steals the show every time he's on screen. Uh, Him and The Rock both, I think, were awesome. Um, A little towards the end, it got a little too you know, explosion, one-liner, explosion, one-liner, explosion, one-liner. Right. But aside, aside from that, like, I think that they, they maybe had their best action sequences, maybe not the most expensive ones, but I think they had their best ones at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Towards the end, they were more expensive, high budget, but it was like too many camera angles. And it it did kind of what Transformers does a little bit, where it's just too much on the screen all at once. And you can't, Really, tell the cool shit that may or may not be going on, which is part of why I like Death Proof so much because they had all the uh, like uh, the 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 realistic stunts, you know, the uh, the the effects that were real, and their car chase scenes <laughs> were a hell of a lot different than these car chase scenes.
0: No kidding.
3: <laughs> but uh, all in all, man, it was it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, I think I liked this one, maybe a little bit better than the last one. Uh, it, you know, it's 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 not my it's not my favorite series in the world. Uh, I definitely have an appreciation for it, and I'm not going to dog on it for that. Uh, but yeah, no plot, a lot of fun, super fluff. <laughs> there you <laughs> it. That's, that's what it is. The,
1: that's going to be on the DVD box, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you uh, there's ready? there's
3: plot, but it's fucking stupid. You don't want to hear it.
1: <laughs> Are you guys ready for ratings before we get into all those plot details?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go
4: ahead and give it a seven. Um, nice. Also, it also isn't my favorite in the series, but I think in a movie that I kind of was losing um, anticipation for, I guess is a word. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. the action brought me back. Cool. And I am definitely. Intrigued on where they take it from here because uh, they are going. At last, I heard they are going to ten. So, so they say makes sense. Yeah,
1: Lance. Yeah, I uh, going a little higher, man. I'm actually going seven point five. Uh, well. Wow. Yeah, 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 and I, it's just because it was so goddamn much fun. <laughs> I mean, I, in, in spite of myself, like I said, I really didn't expect to enjoy it as much as i did that although i gotta admit i kind of did because the i it there was a turning point i'm trying to remember where it was it might have been the fit which one ca- you know what it's the first one the rock came into was that five or six that was five okay ever since that man i just think that the uh i, I think the franchise got new legs when he came in yeah, and I think I think he's here to stay, and I, I I don't like hearing all this stuff about the infighting, and I hope it is only just staged. But um, yeah, man, for for the action sequences, uh, for Ellen, Helen Helen Mar- Helen Maron's uh <laughs> unexpected pop up, which we'll go into later, and for Statham, I'm going to give it a seven, uh definitely a seven point five.
3: Well, man, that's uh that's a little higher than I'm going to go, but I can definitely see it. Um I it, if we were doing a thumbs up thumbs down rating system I would give it a thumbs up but we're on the numbers I got to go 6. I liked all it right. better than I Still didn't like bad. it. Yep. Yeah. And it was it was it was great fun. Um you know what you're getting into when you go to see a Fate of the Furious. You know what I mean? Sure. It's sure. It's going to blow up. There's going to be some cool shit happening. There's fighting and all that. Uh it didn't disappoint. Uh, it just didn't super wow me. All right.
4: You know what? Before we get into spoilers, before we get into spoilers, I'm gonna bump mine up to a seven and a half. Oh wow! Look at that. I'm you uh, Lance. You reminded me of Helen Marin in the yeah. movie, and I'm kind of replaying her in my head. So right. um, just for that, I'm gonna I'm a bump it up to seven point five. Spoiler time. Spoiler time.
3: This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler
1: alert. You've been fucking warned. Can we start with Helen Marin? Do it. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. So when it looked like all was lost and that fucking bitch cypher had Dom wrapped around her little finger because she had his, I guess, what, ex-girlfriend or ex-wife or whatever? Some known yeah.
3: character that he had sex with one time? Yeah, there
1: you uh, go. She,
4: well, she was in, she was in the 5th and 6th and 7th. Yeah. When oh, Letty she was dead. Yeah,
1: vaguely remembered her, but uh, I guess the main thing was they had his his, uh, his infant son. Yes. So, I mean, there you go. There's the cliche right there, you know. We knew we knew it was going to be something just like that, and it was. But, uh when he was smart enough to get his car into a place where no cameras could get to it, and then he had his buddies, as we all find out later, who everybody was and where, and where they fit in, he got that van to back up where no other cameras could see him, and he went and had that meeting with her. And then once we found out who she was, it was just fucking amazing, man. <laughs> just, yeah. This is the most clever thing I've seen in a Fast and Furious movie ever. Yeah, and that part the, was pretty cool. And then at the end of it, when they tied everything together and they showed the flashbacks and you see how oh, everything that was happened the way it did. such
4: a great scene. Her with Jason Statham.
1: Their right. interaction was- together.
3: That brought me back into it, man. I was falling out. I was like, "When is this fucking movie going to be over?" Oh my and god! Then, I feel like I've been sitting here for four hours, right? <laughs> and, then and then she then referred. That scene then in, she referred to
4: she referred to God's eyes. What did she say? The devil's bum.
3: The devil's, the devil's bum hole. <laughs> the, the oh yeah. Bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what she is, was tip of a banana. The devil's anus.
4: <laughs> after um, after seeing her in the the uh, what are the the red movies uh-huh. with uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, I am a little yes. disappointed she didn't really get into the action though. Yeah. But hopefully maybe in future movies. Maybe.
1: Well, um, it looks like she's going to be she's going to be around for the next one for sure, huh?
4: Yeah. Um and speaking of the whole um Dom turning, I that is one point that I I told everybody I was going to take points off if him being a villain was resolved by the end. I kind of wanted it to continue. Yeah. What?
1: I I kind of I serious? no. I kind of no I kind of
4: I kind of wrote my own story before I seen this because I did I did hear that Luke Evans was coming back.
1: Oh, I didn't see I didn't know that. That was a big surprise to me to see him. So
4: in up. in my mind when they said they were going to go to 10 um Luke once Statham and Luke Evans reunited, he was going to turn on Statham and i thought it was going to happen because by the end of the movie you were you were rooting for statham you know he, they completely yeah. made like this guy again yeah um,
3: he he was a good guy by the end of it definitely you know they
4: they even had that scene with him in the rock where the rock was reading his old uh, uh military records right yeah. and basically he was a hero and he did something and um, he basically um, compared it to why The Rock got arrested and put in jail. He was doing a mission and it was a mission that, you know, if he got caught, they couldn't, they had to den- deny everything. Deniability?
1: Yeah, I like that too. I like so
4: that. So they, they really made you like this guy. So I thought there was going to be like a trio of villains with Vin uh, Diesel, Charlize Theron, and Luke Evans, which in my mind would have made hmm. a better movie. I think it would have made a way better movie. Yeah. But yep. it didn't happen that way, so. I, and, disagree.
1: Uh, I disagree. I did, I didn't want to see Dom be a douchebag by the end of this one. I just he, I, okay. okay too this atta- is why too
4: I, attached to him, I guess. You know, I, this is this is why because he is a main staple of the series. But Absolutely. if you go, I've watched I, this week. I went through the series. He mm-hmm. is the complete same fucking guy in every movie. He does not. He loses people. He, any he does he never changed. He's the same fucking guy, and I kind of wanted something different out of him. And I thought mm-hmm. him being a villain would have been that, but you know, you didn't. You got it for what half the movie, basically, or the mm-hmm. the middle half. And I, I just wanted it
3: to, to kind of go into <laughs> the other movies. He did make a cool ass villain, though. Like when he yeah. uh was mounted up in the armor with the big shield, taking the giant fucking saw to the bulletproof limo <laughs> that was a cool fucking scene man
1: oh yeah when, I, when when do they bring, they bring bane bring the into scene? this you know
3: yeah no kidding <laughs>
4: and you guys uh, know the, the the actress that plays elena the one that, that, that died that's uh, uh that's thor's wife uh the guy that plays thor oh
1: oh in real life you mean yeah the I, I had no mad. idea
4: just uh, wanted throw that out there
3: <laughs> fun fact of the day
4: yeah
3: i had, I had no idea <laughs> man i uh I, I thought that the reason for dom turning was kind of stupid i mean if you really sit down and think about it it was stupid he this is, this is a chick that he used to know right and i guess they used to have feelings for or whatever i know she's done a couple other movies I don't, i don't really remember her mm-hmm. um And a son that he has never met. And so for these people... He's going to get nuclear launch codes.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. A son he never met. I thought about that before, too. But still, right. nonetheless, it was still but an infant I think son.
4: They, I, I think they played off the whole his, his big thing is family. He's all about family.
3: I know he's all right. about family. Look, I love my kids. But if somebody asked me to go get new launch, nuclear launch codes because they're holding them captive, I would tell them to go fuck themselves, man. I'm sorry. If that makes me a <laughs> dickhead. I don't know. But... I'm not gonna fucking destroy the whole world because I want my son back. All
1: right, you know ransom. what? That always kind of that always kind of bothers me too, man. When they, when they <laughs> like, it's like twenty uh, four Like legacy. they're not gonna fucking kill him anyway. <laughs> it's, it's Hey, it's like twenty four legacy that I'm watching right now. Okay, so they had a security guard that was in the seat uh, the CTU division, and they basically the, <laughs> the the guys called him on his cell phone and said, "Look." Here, look at this picture of your girlfriend. You know, you're cheating on your wife, and here's your little younger girlfriend that we've got her tied up, and we're going to kill her if you don't, you know, if you don't let this uh, this guy out so he can go blow up the entire city of New York. It's like, what the fuck? Hold Hi. on here. Go ahead, get buddy.
3: Up. Problem solved. I've been trying to find a way to get rid of her. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there, Phil. I hear you, man. Yeah. Can we talk about how
4: bad badass The Rock was in that prison scene?
3: That oh. whole scene was so kick ass. <laughs> that was my favorite scene in the movie, man. I mean, that they're trying to like great that. action.
4: Yeah. yeah, they're trying their best. These guards. I mean, they're shooting him with rubber bullets, and it is just right. pissing awesome. it's just pissing the rock off. It's like the Hulk. It just makes it matter. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he and then the, oh that the the one scene was bad at the dude that ran up to him. Uh, he had the knife or the shank or whatever. Yeah, right? and the rock just basically grabs his hand and makes the guy stab his own chest.
3: Oh yeah, wow. a little extreme for the rock, but but I liked it. And, and then that, Jason I, and Statham is jumping around like a fucking parkour ninja. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's kicking everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. But
4: we have to go a little bit before the prison scene. Um I, th- I thought it was hilarious the way he just picked up Scott Eastwood picked him up and put him sideways up against the wall,
1: picked him up three feet or whatever. Yeah. Because, <laughs>
4: cause he, cause he was talking about his daughter and the rock just breaks his chains and just yeah. picks him up and just holds him there. And you knew something was coming. Cause uh, Kurt Russell's character was just kind of like, you know, you shouldn't have did that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he told him,
4: you got, you got to, you got to know your people you got to know your suspects. You got to know your targets. And mm-hmm. that's not where you go with the rock.
3: But, yeah, uh, that- that and then my uh, my other my other gripe about like plot things is that I look I know that she's some super genius hacker or whatever, but just because you put the word hacker in front of a title doesn't mean that they can hack into every camera Everything system in, in the entire world, fucking Ryan. planet. You're looking at you from ATM cameras and shit, and then suddenly they all know how to drive a fucking Russian nuclear sub. <laughs> what the
1: hell? <laughs> Not to mention, not to mention all those cars that they were able to take control of. Right. In. Although that was a really cool looking scene. That was cool.
3: The zombie car scene. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it was like a horde of zombies coming at them. So yeah, that was a cool scene. Maybe not as cool as the money that they spent on it. Right. <laughs> <No kidding. laughs> but yeah, it, it was that that part was kind of cool. I liked I liked that scene too. It was the end scene with all the the submarine and shit blowing up. That was like. I don't know, just too much stuff on the screen at one time for me. Like uh, it, that, that last scene took me out of it a little bit, just because you, it was a whole lot you didn't, of. Go ahead.
4: I was going to ask you—you you didn't like when the submarine blew up and they they surrounded him with the cars to shield him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, while that scene happened, there was a little like four or five year old kid that looked over his dad real, and real loud said, "Dad, that's impossible." <laughs>
3: Yeah, that was. I mean, they got they got some cheese, but at least I could tell what was happening there. I mean, the rest of them, yeah. there's like six cars driving around, and uh, there's just shit blowing up everywhere. And did they even use the 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 line from Tyrese that they had in the uh, in the preview when uh, he was like, "Why is everybody shooting at me?" <laughs> He's like, you're just driving." Yeah they yeah, 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 they yeah they did. Did they? Did they?
4: Okay, I, I missed that line. Yeah, when he started spinning out on the ice and yeah. Yeah, they did the whole, and Ludacris was like, because you're in an orange Lamborghini.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's cool, because I like that scene. I was almost mad that I missed it. And okay, I thought uh, for a second, I was like, did I just miss that, or was did I, did I not show it?
4: Okay, let but me get into my theory. It, oh, go ahead, and finish real it was, quick.
3: It was too much, like, one-liners over the radio, and then right. shit blowing up. And then that yeah. was the scene that I was talking about, because it was... Yeah, it was I, I could blow, see up, that. One liner, blow up, one-liner, blow up, one-liner, blow up, one-liner. And that was the whole end scene. And sound it like, went on for like half an hour.
1: Sound like you're describing an Arnold Schwarzenegger 80s movie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Which
1: were He's awesome. He's dead
3: tired. <laughs> I'd be back.
4: Right. But um, my theory real quick on this whole drama, because um, apparently The the Rock's character, Hobbes, is uh-huh. getting a spinoff movie. Oh, with the ending, do you think he's done in these Fast and Furious movies?
1: Uh, Could be, if all this drama is true, you know? You because know. I have,
4: yeah, I had a theory because I've, I've been, you know, you can't help but, like, hear about all this uh, infighting right. with these two. Um, and the way the movie ended with his character, it kind of makes me think, could the spin-off movie be, like, events prior to the Fast and Furious movies? Mm-hmm.
3: I
1: don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. Could be. I, I guess. still
3: have a hard, hard time believing it's real, man. I mean, he, like You're telling me that what's his face? Ben Diesel. Ben Diesel, you're telling me that Ben Diesel was so much of an asshole that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, fucking Hollywood's golden child, took to Twitter to blast him? Hmm. I, I, he, I just, I can't yeah, believe
1: it does it's real. Staged, doesn't
3: it? He has
4: a lot of control in these Fast and Furious movies, so yeah. uh, maybe he's getting a little big-headed in Hollywood about everything.
1: Yeah, maybe. It, it's certainly possible.
3: I, mean, I don't know, man. It's crazy. I'm, I'm still having a hard time believing it. If, if they come out and say, you know, with the next movie that the whole beef was... You know, just hype for this next one, or they buried the hatchet all of a sudden, or something mm-hmm. like that. Then uh, I, I, I really think that it was staged. Well, yeah, I mean, to-
4: I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you there because I, I did think this it was going to be a whole like they're going to finish, they're going to settle it at WrestleMania type yeah. deal.
3: <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, no, they because I mean, WrestleMania radio called it right. Re- day
4: one. Yeah, WrestleMania was not too long ago, so this could yeah. have been. Yes, you know, I, I just thought it was promotion mm-hmm. but I, I was thinking about it what, how does this really promote the movie is it, these two guys uh, can't stand to be around each other that you know in a lot of cases that sometimes hurts the movie
1: right
4: because i've seen movies where you can tell uh people in the scene truly don't like each other yeah there's but just it, no chemistry yeah
1: have definitely it promoted
4: well WrestleMania. wrestlemania yeah but Oh, something needed to. Yeah,
3: I think a, maybe I think maybe they had a feud and they were gonna do a WrestleMania thing, and then maybe so many people called them out on it that they they bailed or something fell no, through or something like that. So, it's got to be something, man. <laughs> I think that this is it's all it's all staged. There's no way.
1: Oh
4: man, well, I, I, hope I you're know right. I'm I'm, hope you're I'm right. the wrestling guy here, so I would have said that would have been smart for them to do it because right. you know, WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl for wrestling. Yeah, um, this year there was just not that star power there like that celebrities or are, are that big match they just didn't really have it and if this i don't know i'm not saying it's not staged <gasps> but if <laughs> it could have, it should have been if it was staged then it that should have happened
3: yeah they should have promoted it at wrestlemania and i would have bought wrestlemania to watch and that con,
4: you know conveniently you know there would have been
3: banners for the fate of the furious like Exactly. On the apron of the ring. And- Since it opens like two weeks after WrestleMania. They would they would
1: have all been drinking Corona.
3: There you
1: go. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're, real quick
4: before we get out of this, where do you think the series goes from here?
3: I don't think plot's important. I think they're going to blow up some more stuff, and there's right. going to be some cool fight scenes, and I, they're going to do that for two more movies.
4: Well, obviously I think,
1: Cypher's still on the loose. I think Kurt Russell's character
4: turns bad. No! Yes, <laughs> Mister Nobody, with his apparently his headquarters that's supposed to be nowhere that's right. easily found, but
1: yeah, super easily found by Cipher.
4: <laughs> but uh, I I kind of want to see Kurt Russell. Uh, I want to see him take the villain role. You That'd be see, cool.
1: You want to see him get behind his deathproof car, huh? And yeah, then then maybe Sc- Scott Eastwood maybe... takes over.
4: No, maybe Scott oh, East was just playing. Maybe Scott East was just playing. On.
3: Maybe he's just playing dumb the whole time. Yeah, he's also wow.
1: involved in this.
3: I don't know. No. I think he takes over as the good guy role.
1: I think I think Phillips more on the on the nose there, Brian. <laughs> Scott uh, East would take over that. Now that makes sense. And then you yeah, know gonna, you know what he's going to do? He's huh. going to come after Cipher with a 357 Magnum. He's going to say, "I know what you're wondering. Did I shoot five shots? Yes.
4: Oh gosh! You think well, they can? Cypher, you think he
1: can? You, you think he much? can get his father in this? <laughs> I don't know, dude. He's pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. Never say never, right?
3: I'd watch yeah. Clint Eastwood in a Fast and Furious movie, man. That would give it a whole extra point. <laughs> Wait, you
1: know, he minute, can bring his
3: he can bring his Gran torino.
1: Hey, I, <laughs> perfect man! I got it! I got it! It's a it's gonna be a Fast and Furious crossover with a. <laughs> with the Expendables,
4: there you go. <laughs> yeah, they they need it right now.
1: <laughs> the Fast and the Furious on, on Walkers, <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, boy, this so They used to be Fast
4: and Geriatric Furious. <laughs> but uh, uh, another thing I wanted to point out real quick, I li- like the it I like the call. Cranky. I like the call back to uh, Paul Walker in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. They, they had, had to the, the that. what was?
4: Well, we uh, saw that I kind of thought. Yeah, I mean, besides the the, I like the other scene besides the naming of the uh, the baby. Right. Basically, uh, when Tyrese was like, "What would Brian do?" and they was like, "No, yeah. we we said we leave him out of this."
1: Oh, I didn't. So I like that.
4: they they acknowledge them.
3: Yeah, they had a well, good bromance going, man. I think they're missing a big a big cog in the machine without him. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I kind of thought the same thing when I was like, okay, let's see. Who else is going to be in this movie? Oh, shit. He's not going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of... Yeah, I, I I tell you what, a couple of parts of this movie got a little teary-eyed, actually. Which is kind of weird the, for this
3: kind Jason of movie. The Jason Statham but baby scene. It was oh, my awesome, gosh. Dude. We didn't, didn't even bring that, that up. Awesome.
4: That was awesome.
3: Yeah, that was a good scene, man. He put the, put the headphones on him, and he's wrecking shop while he's carrying the little baby carrier around i right. thought that was cool gives him a little high five <laughs>
4: with his endless supply of rounds in his gun yeah he only changed <laughs> he only changed clips one time
1: oh uh, no uh, no john no john wick to here no john wick would have whooped that
3: dude's ass
1: <laughs> all right well i'll tell you what guys i uh but the big test for me is I always ask myself when I get out of a movie theater, would I would I sit in here after the guys come in and clean the popcorn up and watch the movie again? And my answer to this one was a resounding yes, absolutely. Wow. I'm ready to watch this movie again.
3: So, my answer was a no, man. I uh, really? it, yeah, it was it was. I think it was too long for me. It was mm-hmm. it was too long. It yeah, was fun was to watch. Movie. It was definitely worth watching.
1: Mm-hmm. But
3: do I want to go see it again? Nah, not really.
1: What about you, Brian?
4: Um. well, I mean, I have to take my wife to see it. She's a fan of the series, but um, right. yeah, I would watch it again. Cool.
1: Alright. Well, I guess that's it for uh, for this week. We've, uh, just like last week, we, we went a little bit long, but uh, hopefully we gave you guys some good stuff to listen to and brighten your day. So, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at TheHorrorReturns at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, you know. Just do a search for Horror Returns, you will find us. Look for us on iTunes, and if you like what you hear, rate us and review us. Uh, Next week, I am going to have to ask Brian what is going to happen, because we've had to make a few weeks here. This this whole uh, colossal thing threw us off, am I right? Yeah, Yeah,
4: Okay, this is what we are planning. We are possibly doing Colossal and Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, but that movie is in such limited release right now. Um, Our backup show will be, I believe, Rupture and Pet. Is that right, Lance?
1: Yeah, two newer movies that are both basically about uh, kidnapping and possible torture and Tables being turned, and you've seen it, yes. right, Brian? Yes. So, without any giving any spoilers away, are you glad you saw it?
4: Yes. Um, it. Uh, I, I, yes, I was about cool. to get into it. But, Fair enough. Fair enough. And um, just uh, the week after, we are going to do um, a movie everybody's been telling me to watch: um, The Void.
1: Ah. Okay. And yeah. uh, possi- possibly, possibly, well.
4: One possibly we'll have a special guest on that show cool
1: that would be cool and I know for a, for a fact without even having to ask you guys the week after that it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 2 am I right yes sir you gotta have it alright so until the horror returns again good night